What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the Wednesday Hump Day edition of Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. What's up? Do you want it all? Y'all hit it in the chat right now. Let's do a Talking Trek server sound off. Y'all show me where you're from, huh? Cat the Q kicking us off on server 57. What's up, Mighty Croc on server 8? Dune Whistle on 29. Stradalorian on 9. Dr. Iron Chef on server 14, hashtag Maui Strong. Thank you. Dekix, what's up? From the European gang out there somewhere. Smashington on server 49, what's up, Louis P? On 20, JT Bob on 156. Shiny, what's up? How you doing, Mike? Wolfwood on server 49, how you doing? Uh, Galvanox, hello. Hello. Dreamweaver, what are you doing, buddy? I like it. I like it very much. Uh, Jace on 44, Vic on 40, Crazy on 24, Dr. Juby on 61, Spectre on 11, uh, and Taurus on server 11. Thanks. What's up, man? Kievo on 200, Shorts on 29, Akila Hawk on 21, uh, Hunter on 28, Daverick on server 21, Omega on 14, Royal Power, server 36. What's up, the web on 56, DC Two Toes on server 31, Vic Nice on 40. We got Wood Cannon on 35, Zergalicious on 61, Demon on 56, Andy McCanny Face on server 40. What's going on? Eat on Jay Carlo on server 16. Thank you. Rico on 55. Robin likes Harley's on 146. How y'all doing? Your mom on server 12. What's up, Captain Planet on 167? Counselor Hef on server 20. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. Scaling back from the Outback on 193. Don Zeno on 136. Grandmacated on server 26. Strike on 14. Shipwreck on 42. Toker on 183. Daddy Dave on 24. Night Diver on 13. Viva La Raza on 143. Ia on server 76. DJ Gur on server 8. Judge, Judge, Judge on server 14. Anubis on 11. Uh, also, shout out to the United Auto Workers uh, Guild, uh, the GM striking workers out there. Lots of uh, labor disputes going on in the world today, Bubba Joe. But uh, fortunately for one such group, the Writers Guild, the uh, the strike is seemingly over. the uh, The deal has uh, allegedly been accepted, but they got to send it out for ratification and make sure that everybody's good with it. Uh, but we're we're pleased to at least see uh, those most directly affected in our community uh, from the writing teams uh, that finally are making a little bit of progress there. Still a long way to go, though, Bubba Joe. Uh, a lot going with SAG-AFTRA and then, of course, all the uh, studios, the special effects studios, uh, all that stuff afterwards. Just a lot of, lot of mess. A lot of mess going on in the world. Uh, but we are glad uh, to hear of, uh, of our friends. Bubba, how are you doing today? Welcome in. Eh. Eh. Uh. Bubba, it's I'm been doing a, my best Ripper impression. It's been eh. a, it's been a busy day for us. Uh, we've had we've had a lot of discussions today. Uh, let me go ahead and, and just dive right in here. You, 100, 100, what? you have really turned on a dime. Wait, what? You have turned on a dime. What are you talking about? You were not quite this cheerful the last time I talked to you today. Uh, no, I was grumpy. Yes. 
Well, I like this. I like this side. I, I'm much happier with happy DJ than grumpy DJ. Oh, you know why I'm happy DJ? Because Oliver and I just streamed for a little bit on Twitch, and it was cute. He beamed himself in the head with a yo-yo. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh man, it was so good. Um, 175 additional messages in the Talking Trek server sound off. Thank you guys. 300 and one bem, uh, members in the live studio audience. Thank you guys so very much for being here. I appreciate it. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Let me just give you guys a quick recap. Oliver got mail. Okay? You've got mail. I probably need to know ahead of time if you guys are sending inappropriate things. Please. <laughs> because it, it was mailed to so the... What happened? It was mailed to the podcast. All right. But that's fine. But I let Oliver open it. Oh, no. It was a wiener. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, like... Um, no, nope, I don't want to ask questions. It was, uh, it was a plushie. It was a plushie. <laughs> was it from Spectre? No, it was from uh, <laughs> it was from Triblets, I think is who it was. Shout out, Triblets. Uh, thank you for sending a stuffed wiener plushie. <clears throat> What's wrong with hot dogs? Nothing. At all. What was it stuffed with? Arian! <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it was it, a plushie. Wow. Like a pillow? Yes, it was a little plushie keychain. Okay. Well, that's that's cute then. Oh, my God. So, so <laughs> then I do appreciate the fact that Tactical Cream sends me a message and said, Okay, I am having a little bit of a panic attack when you said Oliver was opening mail. Please don't open my package in front of Oliver. So, guys, <laughs> thank you for sending me wildly inappropriate things, but I, Oliver loves opening the mail, okay? <laughs> Oliver loves checking the mail. Like, that's his favorite thing. And I let him open the packages on stream, and he pulls out this wiener. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls That's out awful. he pulls out this uh this stuffed wiener live on Twitch. I died. I just died. Um if you guys want to go watch that, it's obviously at the very beginning of the video. It's really funny. And then at the very end of the video, he beans himself in the head with a yo-yo. He's trying to do yo-yo tricks. And he literally, I mean, it couldn't have you couldn't have staged this, Bubba Joe. It came straight out of a movie. He slings this yo-yo around and it comes up and just beans him right in the head. All right. Uh, <laughs> so see now, now oh, it all makes sense because oh, so funny. I talked to you, and then you died, and nothing has made you grumpy since you came back to life. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, my streams are dangerous. You're right, Vic. Uh, so anyway, that's that is up. If you guys, I mean, seriously, it's only like an hour, and we touched on the new Starfield just a little bit. We we kind of just Oliver was not super impressed. I don't think. He he liked he liked it for a minute, but he got bored of it really fast. So uh, it's not Roblox. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I, yeah, not. It's it's not really a game for his age, to be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, he liked it for I a mean, minute. Not 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 like just you know, kids in in that age just it doesn't really work. Also, he twerked. He twerked on stream. <laughs> 
So uh, anyway, uh, that was a really really fun one. You should go back and actually watch that one. That the you know that's <laughs> that was actually really really fun. Anyway, uh, good afternoon everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. We are here today to issue our final verdicts on Lower Decks Part Two Part One. Uh, that is the month. Is that of what we're here for? Yeah, September. I've got a hint for you for the next month. Uh, I'm not. Wanting- I thought we were rating the show. Uh, we'll rate the sh- we're grading the show. We're gonna rate the arc. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> is, your, is, your, is your hint gigantic disappointment? No. Okay. It, it wasn't gonna be that. Um, although Bubba Joe, Bubba Joe, and I have spent a lot of time today in various channeling our feelings. Channeling. Our feelings. That's a great way of putting it politely, Bubba Joe. Uh, channeling our feelings in such a constructive fashion that I literally dropped off of a call today. Like Bubba, Bubba will tell you. He's not lying. I'm not lying. I literally. You are not lying. I left the call before it ended because I couldn't take anymore. <laughs> which is which is good because then we could talk about you behind your back. <laughs> oh God. Um. No, it's um. Uh, it's not all. It's not all terrible. There's literally one singular piece that is okay, and even that is like, well, that should have been that way from the start. The rest is just like, I'm sorry, I well, can't. Here, here's what I will tell you. Now, I will, I will admit that I got, I got trapped in by a little bit of the clickbait uh, there, Bubba Joe. Um, what I have to tell you is a correction to a previous statement that I have given, and I'll give it to you right on the other side of the stupid news. It's actually been almost a month since we've done stupid news, Bubba Joe. Can you realize that? It's been almost an entire month. So I was yes, getting I, was, I do realize I that. was getting ready to skip it again and I was like, oh no, we better do it. Better do it real quick and then and then I'll come back and tell you tell you why I've got a gotta issue a retraction. Roger Workman, it's not been nice without the stupid news. Stupid oh, it news. has been actually. No, the news has been great. A flying car recently made its public debut at the Detroit Auto Show, Bubba Joe. An actual legitimate flying car. Detroit is the absolute perfect city to showcase this vehicle because they could prove that it's that much harder to carjack in the air. All right, so they, it was a great place to try it out. Uh, no, the company is called Aleph Aeronautics. They are a startup based over in California, and they unveiled their Model A prototype that actually can fly. It makes sense that this was developed in California because now they don't have to worry about driving through piles of human poop on the streets. So pretty excited about that. Um, A fourth installment. A fourth installment. Guys, get this. Paramount Pictures has officially confirmed that the fourth installment in the rebooted Star Trek franchise is still on track. According to writer and director Lindsay Anderson Beer, it's very exciting news for all of us over here, Bubba Joe. Until, that is, we found out just to see the movie was going to require 1,200 dolomite particles and a prime popcorn upgrade pack. All right, so, (laughs) unfortunately, all right, 
might not might not be available to everybody. Um, <laughs> a Canadian dog's unusual skill earned him a Guinness World Records title when he removed 21 socks from the feet of volunteers in less than a minute, Bubba Joe, making this dog my new special VIP guest on the totally unrelated Paws and Balls channel. Okay. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> he can do it. 21 socks removed in 60 seconds. Um, a new report says that Burger King in the news has closed another 53 restaurants throughout America. Things are tough for the Burger King, but when it comes to royalty in America, he is still more well-liked than Meghan Markle. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, that's all I've got. Yay. What? I said that's all I've got. But, oh, okay. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I do now defer over to my partner, Bubba Joe. What's going on in the world of sports? Did you enjoy sports this weekend, DJ? Uh, yeah, a little bit. All right. All right. Denver hold on, Broncos. Hold on, hold on, veteran- wait a second. Oh, wait a second. Oh, oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. wait. Gradu McCada doesn't appreciate that I'm giving uh, so much grief to Meghan Markle. So here, I, I have a backup for you, okay? A uh, source tells People Magazine that Kim Kardashian <laughs> and Odell Beckham Jr. See, I make fun of them a lot, too. Kim Kardashian and Odell Beckham Jr. are hanging out after his split from Lauren Wood. Odell must think Kim is a real catch, which is good because it's something he can't do on the football field anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't going to share that one because I felt like I made fun of the Why Kardashians you, too much. What's what's with the hate on Meghan Markle? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm watching a TV show right now that has her in it. It's really good. So, <laughs> Wait, which one? Are you watching Suits? Are yes. You watch- okay, Suits wasn't actually that bad. I like Suits it. is good. That was before she got famous, though. That was before it all went to her head. Suits is good. True. I like Suits. All right, Bubba Joe. Sports, what do you got? All right. Denver Broncos, veteran offensive lineman. That's pretty offensive. Uh, Garrett Bowles <laughs> appeared to be distraught following his team's blowout loss to the Miami Dolphins. The Broncos lost by 50, which is probably... What is this word? The alcohol, ABV? alcohol by volume. It's probably hey. the ABV of the whiskey <laughs> the guy chugged after the game to forget about it. Sorry, this, this joke's going to fall because I am not... Not a drinker. I have no idea. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, uh, this poor guy. <laughs> hang on. We'll, we got more. This poor guy has been on the team since 2017, so he's dealt with nothing but devastation, despair, and heartbreak. So when he retires, he'll smoothly transition into a Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers team plane was forced to make an emergency landing on its way back from Las Vegas due to the oil pressure failure in one of the engines. This plane was such a miserable failure that people can't believe it wasn't the New York Jets jet. A New York jet, Bubba Joe. You missed the punchline, God. No, no. A New York jet. Not the New York Jets jet. A New York jet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, Ripper, are you DJ, you're DJ, snorting? how are you how are you doing? I, I have I have one more sports oh, thing. How God. are you doing right now? 
if you're going to make fun of Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to hear it. I am not going to make fun of Aaron Rodgers. All right. I would not kick a man while he's down unless that man was DJ. <laughs> Jesus. How, how are you doing? You, uh, did you not see the news? Oh, God. You know, I would say, you know, in his career, in his illustrious career, one would say a Hall of Fame career, that Travis Kelsey has had a lot of big catches. Oh, you're a But Taylor of... Swift might be his best. You are... Yeah, I, no, no music for you. No music for you. <laughs> All right, listen. So are you are you okay? Are you okay that T Swift is taken now? Is that is that a problem? First of all, obviously he's not okay. It's never gonna last. Okay, it, this is not a real thing. As a matter of fact, he was in the box with his mom. With his mom. Taylor, <laughs> you could you could do so much better. God, you know you know there are there are some terrible terrible interviews. All right. You do you know? Do you know Bubba Joe that he said he would never date a girl if she didn't sleep with him after the first third uh, after the third date? Do, do you know that? He said that. Taylor! Taylor, let me save you. Let me save you, Taylor. How do you know that doesn't align with uh with her what she wants? Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. God. Bubba meant to get booted. <laughs> Bubba's, Bubba's going to get a timeout. All right, uh, there you go. Uh, no, Arian is here. She is the expert at that. Not at all jealous. Don't even worry about it. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate. You. <laughs> sounds <laughs> like it. Sounds like you are a hundred percent on board with this. So September, that was fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> September, most fun I've ever had. That was fun. You know what? You just oh. keep giggling over there, Rip. You're gonna you're gonna read a, a stupid news story here before too long. I'll give you one. <laughs> I actually have another one. You want to read it? Yes. <laughs> Am I getting pressured into doing this right now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay. Hang on. Uh, crazy enough, I was gonna send it to Bubba Joe because it's another sports joke, which should make it especially funny coming from Ripper. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. over to Ripper, the weekend sports anchor. What do you got, Ripper? Police are investigating a burglary that took place at a soldier field in which $100,000 worth of lawn equipment was stolen. But Bears fans were hoping that the thieves stole the team's playbooks. Yes! 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 Oh, good! Fantastic, Ripper. Fantastic. Well done, Rip. I think you did a great job with that. Yeah. Uh, Graduated says, all right, so I know that was fake. The Bears don't even have a playbook. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what any of this means, but fair enough. <laughs> the Bears. All right, uh, guys, listen, let's let's circle back. Uh, Bubba Joe, I have a, a retraction to Do issue. Do we have to? Yeah, th this has actually been a great start. Uh, thank you for the first amazing 20 minutes of this show. I have um, a retraction to issue, maybe one that might actually interest some people. So, Bubba Joe, on a previous show, you and I talked about information that was provided to the community regarding the upcoming territory capture. What it was, what we had talked about, was the fact, and I'm looking for the exact screenshot right now, what we were talking about was the fact that really nothing was changing. 
Uh, here, all existing particles and services will stay in place. No changes. No changes to ISO nodes, size, or capacity. No changes to the number of territories or how many territories an alliance can hold at any given time. And that G5 mining nodes would be added to territory. Remember that that announcement that we made? That sounds vaguely like words I might have used. All right. So here's what I'm going to tell you. And, and I don't mean for it to be a leak. I don't mean for it. But I just, you know what? We already talked about it. The Scopely themselves had already come out and made this announcement. I am here to tell you that there was a little bit of word trickery going on there. Bubba Joe, I'm going to focus in on the first statement. All existing particles and services will stay in place. No changes. All right. Uh, I'm going to emphasize that word, uh, and just in case you guys need me to spell it out, I will at this time go ahead and reveal that uh, there are new services that are coming out, and it's not just related to the Monavine. Um, are you authorized to, to release this information? No. Um, however, <laughs> However, what the, the reason that I'm that I'm telling you that is mainly because this announcement had already come out and people are very very fussy they're like why do the reset it doesn't make any sense blah 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 uh, just here to tell you that they do actually have something planned for territory um, albeit in my opinion it's still minor you know and light however Bubba Joe there will be new services for you to take a look at okay so if you did want to maybe move across the map you could potentially look at that but there will be new services that are being added and not just the service for the Monavine like we had already confirmed for you okay um well technically that was confirmed in an article we were you know, we just were reiterating. Exactly, exactly. We like did that, not break that news. That was not information <laughs> that we gave, okay? Uh, Meow says, when will they be sourcing to the Monavine? Unfortunately, that comes next month. Uh, I say unfortunately because I have yet to be convinced that it's being done so in an intelligent manner. Um, and that doesn't that doesn't well, mean that I that know what sense. it is. Scopely's doing the sourcing. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I know what it is. It just means that that I have no faith or confidence that it's being handled with responsibility. Um, so that being said, Monavine will present next month, but we don't know what that looks like yet, all right? And listen, if, if, if Bubba Joe ends up being right, then I will accept it as a quote-unquote compromise. I still don't think it belongs there. But it would be better well, than a, a, a terrible. You know, it'd be better than two threes, for example. I want to talk about this a little bit. I, you, you want to do some more announcements, but I want to come back to this as to why I think I'm justified in my position. But let's let's get through your announcements, and I want to talk about this just a little bit because I think there's a real reason. I think there's a disconnect between why you think this isn't going to work and why I think it does. And I'd like to kind of I'd like to defend my position a little bit because it's not like we have anything to talk about from the last month. <laughs> Well, that's fine. Go ahead and dive into it. I really don't. Ha that was the announcement that I had was basically that there will be new services, and I say services plural, um, and and I'm I'm a kind of explaining the play on words that Scopely used in their original article. Uh, there will be new services. I don't know how many. It won't just be Monavine, but there will be new services scattered across the map. So you don't even you also don't know which ones they are. Uh, Ripper, yes, I know all that stuff, but I'm not, you know, at liberty to really discuss it. Send me what so, you got. So DJ, <laughs> so DJ, send me, send me everything you got. What's uh, the? What's the? What's the? So what is the? What is the size you think of the twelve to sixteenth ranked alliance? Because 
Because you've always said, if we have an alliance leaderboard that goes to 25 places, that is a gimme. Every single alliance should get that. Yes? Yes. So we're talking about the difference in between a thousand 12 players. to 15 and 25, yeah. right? You're talking 50, okay. 50 plus percent of the server. Yes. So, so, well, it's not because those alliances are smaller, right? They're not 90 and 100 person alliances. They are 30 and 40 person alliances. So it's not 50% of the server. It's probably closer to 35 to 40% at the absolute most, 30 to 35% of the server. Right. Okay. Uh... No. Alliance level. You have more players in the large alliances. They have alliance levels that take them to 90 or 100 players. Yes. Does the 25th ranked alliance have, have room for 100 players and they only have 50? No. Okay. So, not 50% of the server. But, wh who are those players? How Are those players, what is the makeup of those players? Probably lower spend, right? Probably lower ops. Will you concede that? No. Uh, outside of the top 15, probably, generally speaking, yes. Okay, so what kind of ops range do you think those players are? What, outside of the top 15? Yeah. I still think they're late G4 and down. You you think that the, the majority of their alliance is, is late G4? Uh, no, majority of the alliance is probably late G3. Okay. Late G3, and, early, early G4. And who can get the Monavine? 40 plus. So if we're talking about the alliances that are 12 to 20 or 15 to 20, those players aren't – a majority of those players are not 40-plus, even on a legacy server like ours. So they can't source the Monavine anyway. So I, I understand you would like it to just blow out to everyone in the game, but remember, it's only for 40-plus. Which, now, are there going to be 40-plus players that aren't going to ever be on the territory map? Absolutely. There are 40-plus players that are in solo alliances. There are 50-plus players that are in solo alliances or alliances of five or six players, and they're not going to be on the territory map. Fine. That's their choice to be an alliance that small. But I think that the case that you are upset about of half the server is not going to be able to get this ship, I think that... Well, first off, I think that probably half the server can't get the ship even if it was given to everyone next Tuesday or the Tuesday after that or whatever because they're not 40-plus. You don't hmm. like this, do you? You still don't like this. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, what? What? What's happening? I'm sorry. Whatever. I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I listen. No, I don't. I don't. At, at its core, it's not what I believe should be happening with this ship. Um, you know, after our last show, Bubba, there was a, a lot of mail that came in, a lot of email, and a lot of Discord messages. Uh, crazy enough, a lot of people had your back on that. All right, shouldn't be handed out willy nilly. Should be earned. All right, and and I, I get that. Uh, I respect that position. Look, Medic says Bubba Joe right again. Air says Bubba is right. On the other hand, there were other players uh, who who said, you know, listen, I don't think the Monavine actually belongs in that uh, in that uh, in that method of sourcing. 
You know, I feel like it, uh, for example, I wish Monavine was being sourced more like Voyager and truly made possible for everybody to get. Uh, I feel that Monavine is just as important as the Franklin and Franklin A. This does not belong locked in territory. Um, there were there were a few. That's, that's one of the ones that I, I chose to read. But there were a lot of people. Th- this is a polarizing subject. Look, you've got Lube in here, official NDA Scopely content creator, says, I'm not happy with Monavine sourcing. I'm with you, man. All yeah, right. but is that he's unhappy because he knows what the sourcing is, or is he unhappy with the speculative sourcing that I'm talking about? Yeah, Lube, listen. You can't be using insider information over here, all right? We all we all are dummies, okay? We don't know anything. Um, so, anyway, it's, it's fine. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it. But I think that if this was a ship that was available to Ops 15+, plus, you know what? I probably could be warmed up to your side a little bit that there may not be enough sourcing through a Tier 1 territory for everyone 15+. plus. But it's 40-plus, DJ. And even on legacy servers like ours, there are still people in the 30s. And there are new servers that a majority of their people are in the 30s. So I'm not... I really am not going to be upset if they put it in a Tier 1 territory. I think that that is going to be a reasonable sourcing path. Well, uh, time will tell. Uh, We don't yet know exactly what that's going to look like. Um, I, I will tell you, if... Bubba, if if it's my way or your way, I'll take my way. If it's your way or or what we all assume Scopely is going to do, I still would gladly take your way. We don't yet know what they're going to do, um, but I, I sure hope that it's not the worst possible case scenario that we all are fearful that it could be. Agreed. Um, agreed. And, yeah. and, and, and as I've said for the last two shows, and I will say one more time, if you put it behind a tier three zone, it is a worse mistake than where we are in PVP because you really, those five or six alliances that are going to be able to control that, and it theoretically could be less because you can control more than one tier three uh, territory. A majority of those players have it. Maybe not all of them. There's going to be free to place in those alliances, but those players already have the ship. You're not actually sourcing it for new players. And that would be. A travesty, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll hmm. uh, we'll see. Interesting. We'll... Interesting. What's interesting? Oh God, Ripper. I just find the discussion very, very interesting. Stop it with your crystal ball stuff over there, okay? Cut it out. <laughs> Stop it with the crystal ball stuff. All right. Um, what, what crystal ball? I don't listen. I do oh, not have boy. a crystal ball. For sh- I promise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Ripper is not so much a crystal ball, but more of a uh, what I just posted in the chat. Those magic eight balls we had yeah. as a kid. Ripper, are you already playing the new content? God bless it. <laughs> Ripper's like I would, n- I, I would been, never. Ripper's like I've been to the month of October already and come back. This, oh, no. this is crap. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've seen G six already. I mean, what do you expect? God, no. I'm way ahead of the curve here. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right. Uh, so there is that. I didn't even say anything. New services uh, coming to territory, of which they will be uh, a variety of such things, and we also know, of course. Did I just get kicked off the stage? Did I just get booted off the stage? Was- On me. Who? Uh, who's booting? Who's booting me off the stage? 
Wait, who's have a muted DJ? Is this yeah. is Discord <laughs> dying? Or Hi, did, you're back. Is Discord dying, or did somebody just kick me off my own stage? Somebody <laughs> must have kicked you off your own stage. It wasn't Aaron me. says it wasn't her. I swear it wasn't me. I I promise it wasn't me. I don't do also, this. You were also server muted when you came back. Yes, <laughs> very strange. It wasn't me. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have uh, a staff meeting after this. Uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> I a, swear. Gonna have to have a staff meeting after this. All right. So, uh, anywho. I guess uh, we'll we'll have to see what's actually going to happen with that. Now, I want to circle back. The uh, there, there's two things that I want to talk about today. I don't want to be on the air for a real long time, but there's there's two things that I want to go over. Uh, one of which we will go through and we'll give our ratings on the arc. I agree with the sentiment in the chat. I don't feel like that's going to take very long. It was pretty bad. All right, uh, we've talked a lot about some of the stuff that was already good. Um, we have talked about, and even though it's not technically part of the arc, we see the directive spend event back. I mean, guys, I, I, I do understand and I feel bad for people who can't do it or don't have the directives to do it. But let me just tell you, uh, 240 hue shards, like, wow, I'm going to take that. All right. I'm going to take that any day of the week i uh i was i was kind of hinted at that this event was was launching just to try to improve sentiment a little bit try to give players something that they could actually feel good about i think that this is a good thing i don't think it's enough to buy themselves out of the out of the the proverbial hole that was the month of september but it is a good event okay uh it's a great event and uh and i hope that the majority of our audience is going to adopt the uh, the methodology of Blue Mandalorian, and if we need to come back and visit that, then we will. Blue Mandalorian has literally kind of given you a a sourcing path on a blueprint. Wait, what? A blueprint on how to source directives? Ah, uh, you get that. <laughs> Blue Mandalorian has given you the blueprint on virtually sustainable and quantifiably justified directive sourcing, even all the way up to epics. All right. So, um, yeah, if we need to revisit that one day this week, we absolutely can. Vic says, I think I've missed that memo. Zergalicious says, where is this? Oh, well, then we need to come back to it. Maybe we, maybe we should circle. Did we have a YouTube video on it, Bubba? Yes, we did. Okay. So somebody help me find that then. It's probably gone. Griffin! <laughs> Griffin! <laughs> I was going to say, don't you have a new uh, director of uh, video publishing? Yeah, Griffin came on the podcast or on the Twitch last night and said, uh, listen, there's like five or 600 hours worth of content on the YouTube. Like, all we need is a Dewey Decimal System and we'll be, we're going to be in good shape. So um, he's going to uh, he's gonna go in and... and I- uh, and help us find I some of that stuff. I heard a really terrible rumor, though. What's that? I heard you're paying him twice what you're paying me. <laughs> you know, I'm, oh, well, I'm it, part oh. of the on-air talent here. And you're oh, paying God. this. You're paying this guy I mean, twice what you're paying me. If you're really... so, he's getting the same that I'm getting. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yikes! I was, yeah, I was gonna say it's actually triple, and he's worth every penny of it. Um, <laughs> so. 
Yeah, no. I mean, we we have we have such an amazing team. I mean, really, truthfully, you guys are are so incredible. He's going through and he's going to try to work on uh, a recall system for us to use to to try to find. And he's going to go through content over the last uh, several shows, probably maybe the last month or two. And he's going to try to find even our Twitch testing and stuff. Bubba Joe, and he's going to try to turn some of that stuff and condense it into uh, like YouTube Shorts and stuff like that, so that we can go back uh, and find this. Oh, like actual gameplay testing or when we were trying to mess around and figure out how to use Twitch? Because that would be a riot. That was good content right there. That was not good content. He could go all the way back. I'm sure he could find something there, too. But nonetheless... I I um, don't think you were recording it, but it was hilarious. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Before you actually launched your Twitch... And you were trying to like figure out how to set things up oh. and how what the different it was that was solid gold. I Let probably me tell yep. you what. I probably was not taping that stuff. Uh, Benny Hill <laughs> says, "Yeah, I remember that stuff." Uh, okay. Anyway, anyway, Blue Mandalorian gave us a method on on what I would refer to as virtually unlimited directive sourcing. Okay, so um, we if we need to revisit that, we absolutely can. We will revisit that if that is going to assist you guys in being prepared for certain events like this. Now, Jadzia says, I don't know, DJ, I'm feeling a little bit more pessimistic. You're falling for that garbage. You don't think that they're deliberately trying to drain our directives before they do some kind of heavy armada month? Listen, probably. Yes, I, I don't, I'm not ignorant. Okay, but. There are worse things that we could be draining it on. 240 hue shards? Like, I can imagine a lot worse stuff that they could have put in that kind of event. All right? Like, I don't know, forbidden technology or some garbage like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least it's a worthwhile reward. At least you have the opportunity to choose. And, and you know, Roger Workman says... Nothing coming out next month could be better than 240 hue shards. I mean, that's that's an easy case to make without even knowing what's coming next month. Okay, yeah. that's I an mean, easy case are, to make. What's what's the list of officers that are better than Hugh? I mean, let's let's exclude PvP. What are the PVE officers that are better than Hugh? Go ahead. Five of eleven, probably, maybe. Yeah, sure. yeah, yep. five of eleven. I think, it de- it de- I think it depends on what level we are talking about. No, probably. No, I, I think I, I, I mean, if you're, if let's say, if you're sub fifty, I would say Pike, Torres is right there. Yeah, Torres up there. Uh, um, sure, sure, but Bellana, yeah, uh, uh, the original Pike. Everywhere it matters says none of them. He would consider Hugh to be the most valuable. Uh, well, I think that there's a case to be made for for um, original Pike. I think there's a case to be made for five, right? That loot bonus is still relevant today. Um, but I think Hugh is is in that top three or four, right? It's And, like, would you balk? Like, granted, Pike doesn't help you or me much right now, but would you balk at next month them offering 240 shards of five of 11? Like, you almost have her maxed, and it still would be an excellent prize. Yeah, yeah, no, it absolutely would. Um, here's the thing, and, and I, I hear what you're saying, Dekix. Tal or uh, Hugh only needs to be Tier 1, and and I would agree on the need, except there is still benefit. D- does the majority of benefit come on the unlock? Yes, 
Okay. Yes, I agree. The majority of benefit from Hugh comes on the unlock, but he still provides improved performance as you tier him up um, and, and depends on your situation, right? The fewer number of weapons that the enemy hostile has, the fewer number of weapons that the enemy hostile has is where a tiered up Hugh can really shine, okay? If you, for example... Um, wait, what happened? Did they kick me again? No, we got mm -hmm. you. Oh, okay. Somebody said in the chat, muted again. No, I'm here. I'm here. So uh, the fewer number of weapons that an enemy hostile has, the better Hugh is as a tiered up officer. Okay. Uh, secondly, you got to remember too, especially for players in uh, probably late, mid to late G4 and up, there is still the the issue of stats right lower deck slots are very hard to come uh, hard to come by so stats are very very important down there too the more stats you can make up with a singular officer the better i can imagine a lot of officers out there that even even though lube i can say that for example i do agree that the vast majority of his benefit is on the unlock all right i don't disagree with that there are still other reasons that I want him tiered up. All right? Uh, there, there's no reason that I wouldn't want him tiered up. There's really no capacity that I would want that not done, just whether it's stats, officer slots, or just his capability against a ship, a mining hostel, or something like that, where there's only one weapon. Okay, like that's a big thing. The the and and listen, let's not pretend that there couldn't be a new hostel that could come out that Bubba does only fire one weapon. I mean, Scopely knows what makes him valuable. It's multiple weapon hostels. If Scopely decided to to be smart aleck with us a little bit and actually release a hostile with only one hot, you know, with only one weapon. Then tier 1 Hugh is certainly not where he caps out on his uh, on his benefit. So only one only one weapon and it fires in round 8 and it sends you home. Yeah, that's <laughs> sure. Sure, yeah. I mean in, in that particular case that's kind of weird, but yeah, in that particular case, you know, no no big deal. So I I'm just saying that Hugh is not the worst thing we could have gotten here. I talked to them about it today. Bubba, so did you. The, the Hugh event was generally, I mean, it, it was offered as like a please don't hate us kind of thing. All right. Like we knew it was a little bit rough. Like here, this is something that, listen, we all said it. You guys got a lot of, there was a lot of positive feedback about this event when it came out. They said, and I quote, there was a lot of positive feedback. People really liked this. So we thought, hey, during the interim, we would run it again just to, just to, you know, try to give somebody a reason to, to not be mad. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so at least that was there. Are there worse options? Absolutely. Okay. Um, are there better options? I don't know. Maybe. But is it a directive drain? I also agree with that. However, as we mentioned last show, there is no shortage of directives for G4 Plus players. The solo Armada, you heard Karkin on the last show. 
He did that entire heroic with just Bajoran solos. I would imagine he'll be able to do this event entirely with Borg solos. And maybe still has Bajoran solos left over. Just saying. These directives are sourced very abundantly for those who are active in the loop. So this is your reward. 240 Hue shards. Holy cow. Just to, be, just to be active in Bajoran and Borg, uh, that's better than Bajoran and Borg have probably really ever given us, to be fair. So it's kind of crazy. Anyway, um, that event is going on right here and now, and apparently we are having some Discord trouble, Bubba Joe, because a lot of people are, are struggling. I don't know if Discord is having problems or not, but I apologize. I'm still here. Hopefully you guys are, are able to bounce out. I, I got gotcha. you. Right. I can hear you. Good. Appreciate you, sir. I, I can't. I couldn't hear uh, Ripper say I got you. <laughs> I, I heard Ripper. <laughs> I heard Ripper, too. <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, <sighs> as far as some of the stuff that, that is going on with uh, what I wanted to, to lean in on next month, Bubba Joe, like I said, we've talked a lot about the past month we can revisit if something needs to be talked about i wanted to spend about 15 20 minutes today and and we've got time to do that right now possibly um can we remind people no about territory capture policies and procedures okay um and and i don't mean row that's your all's thing that's up to your server i'm talking about let's just remind people a few mechanics about particles, territories, services, how they can be activated. Can you split somebody in half? Can they still activate services? Can they drop pins? Like, let's just come in. Let's talk about the scoring. What is scoring, right? We used to talk about the bases scoring and the ship scoring and all this stuff. Like, let's just have a quick conversation, okay? We will answer any of the questions that you guys may have is it uh is rialta racing all right uh not that bubba joe wants to talk about this but was that enough of a refresher here lately for you guys to remember what ships you need to be flooding uh flooding into a system with all right is the tally with that same speed crew faster than a rialta all right. Or is Rialta with the speed crew still the best way to go? These are the things that I kind of want to talk a little bit about today and some of the services um, and particles and alliance hopping and, and all this stuff. All right. So let's first kind of just start with the map. Okay. Um, the map has no takeovers on Tuesday. All right. So when the arc launches, then you'll come up, you've got 24 hours before anything is going to happen. Basically meaning that if you are going to uh, sit in territory, if you are going to put up a long bubble and you are going to try to wait it out in your first Tier 1 takeover, all right, you need to look and see when that's going to happen. All right? Bubba Joe, I know you're not on the map right now. Let me just look at... Yes, at, I am. Oh, you are on the map. Okay, look at you. Woo! Uh, I, I told you I'm in a real alliance now. Okay, yay! I, I uh, Ma- Mash, which was my alliance of all big players, but not a lot of them, 
uh, it, it folded. It kind of dissolved. There were a couple of different things that happened. So I am in, I have been for, gosh, at least maybe most of this year, been in a 90-ish or so person alliance. Well, good for and you. And been on territory. Good for hmm. you. All right. Uh, here's, if I am looking at my map, okay, we are in a little bit of a weird spot here. All right, just looking at my alliance, okay? I'm going to just talk to to players who, for example, own the territory of Beiku. Right now, that is my only Tier 1 territory. It's the only one I got, all right? And that territory doesn't come up for contest until Friday night. Bubba Joe, that means upon the reset... I need a seven-day shield up if I'm going to park my, my station inside Baku for home field advantage Friday night. That's the only tier one that I've got. Some players are going to be able to do this. Some will not. All right. I don't know if I'm going to go four days without attacking anybody. That's probably not going to happen for me. All right. Wardot says, please don't put up a seven-day shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, uh, Phil, uh, if you if you guys are having trouble with audio, obviously the podcast will be up as soon as the show is over. I always do that. So I am sorry some of you guys are having trouble. Fortunately, Bubba and Ripper and I have not been disconnected, but uh, our audio is working just fine on this side, and clearly Discord is pooping itself. So we'll hey, try I'm to... still here, too. Hey, there's Arian, too. All right, excellent. So, yeah, I apologize for that, but we'll, we'll get it up. Where's as, the original Arian? As we always do. <laughs> yeah, that's Arian too. Oh God, Bubba, you and the jokes today. Oh God, uh, you and the jokes. Today. Someone's got to make up for that stellar, stupid news you had. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. <laughs> depending right on, on past that, I know, yeah. <laughs> depending on the territory you guys have, all right, is probably going to determine whether or not you guys are going to be able to hop in and kind of deploy this wait and see kind of kind of uh, strategy. For the launch, like how many of you guys have territories that will happen on a Wednesday? How many of you guys have tier ones that happen on a Wednesday? Because let's not forget the mechanics here, Bubba Joe. You can't just take the first tier three that comes up. You have to start with a tier one. Correct. All right. So it doesn't matter if you stack up the tier three. doesn't matter if you stack up the tier two. All right. If you own multiple territories now doesn't matter what you have you will need to start with a tier one so look at the map and see which one of your tier ones has the earliest start i'm gonna have to have a real serious conversation with my alliance because our first tier one takeover bubba joe isn't until friday four days after the map will be reset is when we have our first tier one opportunity now what is going to happen for my alliance during that four days. Can we mine isogen, Bubba Joe? Nope. Can we engage in PvP? Yes. If our base is still in territory, what are the ramifications of engaging in that territory? Uh, you that will P not be able to put up a shield. Oh, Captain Bulls tell me to read alliance announcements. He's probably telling me, don't talk about it. We've already decided on our strategy. <laughs> Uh, and not just PvP, but also don't forget if you're hitting the Texas, Texas class, class hostiles. Yeah, Texas class hostiles. All right. 
Hey, ball, ball, I'm looking at announcements right now, and I don't see nothing. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I don't have time to read all that. I'll have to read it later. Anyway, um, but but yeah, th- this is this is perfect though. Really good example of why you need alliance members that actually read your alliance chat and your announcements and things like that. Because I obviously so, didn't. Okay, but would, the, these are the conversations. How you guys would this be different have. for you, DJ? What? How would how would not being able to put a shield up be different from when you forget to put a shield up? You know, I don't appreciate your your smack right now, sir. <laughs> I'm okay. loving it tonight. It's been fabulous. <laughs> All right. So so let me remind you. Okay, depending on what your map and schedule looks like, you are going to have to determine whether or not you are capable of waiting it out in exchange for a home field advantage. All right. If my territory doesn't start until Friday, I got to be honest with you. I don't know that I'm going to keep a shield up for four days in a row. I like to I like to beat up on Wardot a lot. I like to pick on him. All right. Because I can kill him now. By the way, I totally did. I killed him. I killed his I killed his tier 12 tally. Just throwing that out there. I saved that screenshot for like all time. As you should. I should. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very happy. Very, very proud of that screenshot. All right, yeah, I killed Wardod's Tier 12 tally. Very, very excited oh, about it. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to say a, a different ship. Um, yeah, he did bring, like, an Orion Corvette and kill my disco that one day. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen. Um, what, you guys don't believe me? I thought you were getting ready to say, like, you killed his Tier 12 Sanctus or something. I'm like, oh, that's that's impressive. I'm really happy about that. That's, oh, that's cool. No, that didn't actually happen. Uh, no, for those, of you who, uh, for those of you who need to blow this up on a canvas and make it famous, uh, just added to the graphics room, there is, uh, there's me taking Wardot out at the knees. Whack! Got him! Look at that excellent PvP crew right there, too. I was kidding. He was running speed. Anyway, no, Juby, look, it's real. Okay, it's real. No Photoshop there. Anyway, so uh, the map, the schedule, shields, Texas class hostels, all these things, things that you got to keep in mind. You got to start with a tier one service. Bubba, let's say that that you have a territory day one that is in you know this. X, uh, this spot, for example. But then three territories over is a territory that you did also own, but it comes up the next day. Can you take that one? Uh, no. Wait, why not? Because it's, it's not adjoined to a tier one that you own. That's right. It's got to be adjacent, guys. And not even adjacent, as we have discovered from one or two very special systems here on the map. All right, not even adjacent, but connected by a warp path. Let me show you Helvi. All right, take a look on your map at Helvi. It's in the upper northwest quadrant, like just underneath Xeon. Okay, I have had questions about this a gazillion times. I mean, still relatively recently. Okay. It has to have a contiguous warp path. Let me ask, if somebody owns, uh, say, Thos, T-H-O-S-Z, 
Can they take Helvey? The answer is no. Why not? Because the warp path does not connect the territories. Okay? It's not just adjacency. It is connected warp paths. They have to be joined by a warp path. If they are not, then they are not considered contiguous, and therefore you cannot drop a pin if you own any other territory. Okay? So, there you go. I'm going to put in the graphics room now a very nice little chart made by our one and only data master, Jules Verne, who's going to put up this little bit of a... Of a schedule, if you will, about the services, or not the services, but the territories that have takeovers and when, all right? For example, let's say that your first one star is on Friday, kind of like mine and my alliance is. First one star is on Friday. Will I be able to take a tier two on Friday? You cannot no. take a Tier 2 on a Friday. What about a Saturday? No. What about a Sunday? No. So i got to wait three more days before I can potentially take my second territory. Well, uh, to take a Tier 2 or a 2-star. Well, but you could pick up others on the Sunday. I could pick up another 1-star is what you're saying on Sunday? Okay, yeah, that actually makes sense. Good point. If they're connected. If they are connected by a warp path. Absolutely. So those are some basics of territory capture. Let's go to territory capture scoring, if we could here for a moment. Um, Does anybody remember how territory capture scores? Because this is crazy enough. You'd be surprised how many people don't actually know the answer to this. One ship... Scores one point at the turn of the minute. Ships present in system at the turn of a minute. For example, if you are in the system at the stroke of event reset, the stroke of the top of the hour, will you get a point for being in the system there at that moment? No. Okay? No. You've got to be there one minute later. It doesn't matter if you spend zero seconds of that minute in that system. As long as you are in that system, at the turn of the next minute, you get a singular point. If you're on the node, same thing. Do you have to sit on a node for the entire minute? No. It is not two points per resource node, Zandies. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's one point for being in the system, and the capture nodes get three. All right. Well, three bonus. But, so technically it'd be but four. The, the important part about the, the resource nodes is that for PvP, don't they also count as being on a node in territory capture? That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. All right. So Galvanox says, wait a second. Is this why you could initiate combat on nodes seven seconds before the minute? 
I wouldn't do seven seconds before the minute. Galvanox, I would go about three seconds before the minute. Why would I do that? Three seconds before the minute. That way it's in combat at the turn of the minute. If it is in combat, it is not in the state of being on the node. They will get one point. They will not get four. Okay? If they are engaged in combat, Mosher, stop it. Not true. No trolling. <laughs> no trolling. Mosher says 5 of 11 boosts the points you get. Fake news! All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anywho. All right. Uh, that is, that's a thing. If you get them off of the, the, the process of sitting on that node, then they will get a point for being in the system, but not points for sitting on the node. Okay. There's uh, one more thing, too. Yeah. Isn't it true that a base in the system counts one point per minute? The base in the system will score one point. One point per minute with no bonus points. All right, so if you've got a ship docked in that territory, then it will score one minute. It acts as a ship as well. It does not matter how many ships you have in dock or if any are in dock. So let's say, for example, you've got three ships in dock You've got a station in your territory, and you've got three ships in space, none on a node, you will score four points. One for each of the three ships and one for your station. Jadzia says, I didn't think stations scored at all. They were not supposed to, but they do. Okay, Riker's uh, bedroom eyes says, are you sure about that? I don't think bases count as points. No, you're right. They're not supposed to. They were never supposed to. We actually did testing on that and was able to verify that with no ships in the system, I still scored one point per minute. I actually, uh, Johnny, they do. I actually formed a one-man alliance and did that testing. Ripper, I don't remember if you were present at that time. Were you? I think you were. Maybe. It's a long time ago. Well, I wouldn't. Are we, I, are I, we I, sure Scopely hasn't changed it? No, we haven't. I, because I enough it. Wait, what? I should not have been present at that time. No, 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 no. I, I couldn't remember if you were there, if you remembered this testing, because I don't remember uh, who was with us. I think Bubba Joe was, maybe. I don't remember. All right. But, but yes, nonetheless, it, it does. Okay. Hammer says they do. We've actually had one where we're scoring points that had no ships and only stations scored in there. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, no. I don't know, JT Bob, that they haven't changed it, but why would they? Okay. Um, and I did, Royal Power. I messed up a part of the video, which is why I never went back and aired it, because I wanted to make a new one, but then I didn't have enough resources, and remember, I was going to have to buy another pack, and blah, 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 blah. Wood Cannon says, do you have to reset the node after TC start? Yes. I'm almost sure we proved that one as well. Yes, the node must be flipped after a TC start. If you're sitting on a capture node, when the event starts, you are not in a quote-unquote capture state. You're still getting one point for being there. You're still getting one point for being there, but you're not getting the bonus points unless you flip the node. Okay? Think of it, think of it like this. If you sit on that node... Before territory capture starts, 
you're not doing anything. It's like a zero node. But when territory starts, think of it like it's turning into like an unlimited resource kind of thing. You have to actually be taking the stuff. All right. Even though there's no stuff to take. All right. You do have to flip the node. King Gaza says, do stations score because the guns are coded as ships? Probably. To be perfectly honest with you, King Gaza, I'd say you're exactly right. Because Defense Platform A counts uh, as a ship when it comes to research and things like that, that's probably a 1,000% what it is. Okay? So... We have a new... We have a new question. I've been going back and forth with Medic on this one. So theoretically, if you have two ships in the system, only two ships, and you've got crazy lag that lasts three minutes, those two ships go into battle. And, you know, technically five seconds after the battle starts, I've killed your ship. So you are technically not in the system anymore. I am. But if the lag is lasting three minutes, do we both get points for those three minutes? Or is it only me getting points because I did blow you up? So is it uh, counting on server side, or do we know that information? I said well, we probably can't. I, I can't guarantee Ripper could probably be the better one to answer. I guarantee it's going to be server side calculation, but we also don't know when. That's the whole point of lag, right? We don't know when that process is actually completed, right? So if 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 we're in battle for three minutes, that doesn't mean that the server side sees us three minutes in battle you know it could have been two minutes it could also be one minute and it could be the original seven seconds we don't know that that is going to depend i mean the whole reason of lag is delayed communication it's just going to depend on when that communication finally makes it to the server and back to us and that is going to determine when the the scores are are happening so Galvanox says you can click on the target you're fighting and see the result of combat based on their hull instantly. That's true, but the scoring piece of that is a different calculation uh, as far as the seconds in territory. So I, I don't know that there's a way to, to definitively prove that. All right. Uh, there you go. Hey, look at that. The Monavine has a new specialty pack in the store. That's open for 2,101 days. If you guys were interested in checking that out. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. All right. Um, any other questions about uh, territory capture? I, I appreciate some of you guys that are, that are providing this insight. I know I, I did some of this a long time ago, but uh, it's good that, that you guys are affirming some of this stuff. Um, any other questions? Very I also qu posted yeah. a, a link for a Google Sheet made by Stewie for a territory capture planner. It looks pretty neat, so check that out. Yeah, that's in the graphics room right there. Make yourself a copy, and you can actually plan out your progress through territory capture using this new tool from fellow content creator Stewie-Doo. Forgotten Shield says, that's weird. My Motivine pack's only available for 1,400 days. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Lancer says, what's a good ship for territory capture? A Rialta. Now a Tally. Um, don't bother with the sarcophagus. It is dead and gone, especially now with isolytic damage. I would imagine that tallies and rialtas will probably do very, very well. Either that or big, 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 massive G5 ships. 
Can you yeah. say why? The, I, I know why, but can you say why the Rialta is so good for territory for those who might not know? Because this has been a long time. So with the Rialta, it's fast, right? You can put a speed crew on. Because, again, remember, how does scoring work for territory? Only matters if you're present in the system. If somebody catches me, if somebody blows me up, am I alive and present in the system at the turn of the minute? Am I? If I'm dead, am I in the system? No. No. I score points by being in the system. Okay? So, to improve the odds that I'm staying alive, I'm going to go in there and want to be able to outrun anything. I want to be able to run, 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 run. Star Ocean says, can I hide and deploy at the turn of the minute, then rehide? What do you mean by hide? If you mean warp in, then yes, a lot of people do that. They'll warp into a system edge about five seconds before the start of the before the turn of the minute, and then warp right back out after the turn of the minute. You can absolutely do that. You know what else works amazingly well? Cloaks. What happens if I cloak a ship and fly it into territory? Can it be seen? Can it be attacked? Can I die? But am I present? Do I still score points? Well, let's uh, answer those questions. Can I be seen? No. Can I die? No. Can I be attacked? No. Am I present? Yes. Can I score points? Yes. Which ship in the game has the longest cloak available? It's actually the Amalgam. Okay, that's right. I forgot. Lag, you can see a cloak ship. You just can't do it. You still can't click it. You can't kill it, but that's right. I forgot. If you zoom in enough. <laughs> the ship that exists in the game with the longest cloak is the Amalgam. Great question, or great point, Jedzia. Can you hold a territory capture node while cloaked? No. You cannot. All right. As a matter of fact, if you're cloaked and you fly into the system and park on a node, your cloak will fall. Poof. Okay. So if you want to use a cloak, then use it and just park. Okay. The Sarko cannot maintain its cloak on a node. What made the Sarko cloak halfway decent at the time medic was the fact that it could be cloaked and get to the node all right um that was the problem the sarco was so slow it would be killed before it could get to the node with the cloak it can get to the node but once it's on the node it's still it's still available to be attacked okay uh, Captain Planet says, does auto defense work on a territory capture node? Very, very good question. Mechanically speaking, I do not know. It's actually a brilliant, brilliant question. One that I will have to pose for the overlords. I'm mm -hmm. look, uh, the, um, the automated defenses for miners. 
I'm going to read it. When a player... Uh, probably not. It says when a player attacks you on a mining node, your combat abilities are negated. Um, or their combat abilities are negated, blah, blah, blah. It does say mining node, though. So it probably will not work on a capture node. Would work on isogen nodes, but not a <laughs> capture node. Okay, because they're not technically mining. But a mining node counts kind of as a capture node for PvP at least. Yes. So yeah, putting your miners on that would possibly be beneficial. Miners could be beneficial, but automated defenses are not going to proc themselves. But there are other researches and officer abilities that protect you when you're on a node. Not that any of them matter because everybody's just going to fly Freeman. So there's that. So a capture node definitely does not count as a quote-unquote mining node in territory. Is that correct? It does not. Not as a mining node. Okay. Not a mining node. These are great questions. I mean, they, they, everywhere it matters says that they are mining nodes, but not in the sense that we're getting anything from it. The automated defenses, Ripper could tell us. All right. Ripper. Do do automated defenses work on a capture node? I'm going to bet not. Mm. I'm currently not really. Hold on. McSurgeon says ISO nodes count as capture nodes. No, that is that is not correct either. Uh, I was not entirely prepared to look this up, but give me a sec. It's okay. Uh, we'll come, we'll come back to it. And, and I'm sure, you know, we'll have plenty of opportunity to kind of rehash some of this stuff as we're moving forward. Uh, everywhere it matters reminds us that the Sarco says on capture nodes and works on isogen nodes, but I think that's a configuration of the Sarco because we've actually proven other things that work on capture nodes, but don't work. Like there's officers that work on capture nodes that don't work on mining nodes. So, um, that's probably a configuration of the Sarco that's probably just bugged. Sarco works on nodes and probably doesn't specify mining nodes versus capture nodes. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so, anyway, there you go. All right. Oh, yeah, the Sarco works on nodes, right? Yes. There you go. What about isolytic damage from a Sarco? I mean, could be a thing. But I don't expect it to be a thing. I mean, Freeman on anything is is great, right? Freeman on anything is going to be good. But receiving the impact of Freeman is also going to be devastating. I mean, it, it does, again, still come down to, like, you know, who's pressing the buttons, yada, yada, yada. So I would imagine that receiving Isolytic Cascade on the Sarko is going to result in very much like everything else and then it's going to die super super fast but isn't automated defense is like an ability you have to activate yeah yeah you got to pay you know with the shards or whatever the juice yeah it take it takes a juice i don't remember what it's called uh i can tell you though hang on not only do you have to unlock the uh, unlock the actual ability, but then you also have to pay to use it with a juice 
called Orb Splinters. So that's not really a juice, but of currency. Yeah, Orb Splinters. Uh, yeah, ask me certainly how many advanced defenses I've even unlocked. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> None. I don't care. I've done nothing. I don't, I don't even care. So. Um, what do you do? What? Huh? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter anyway. So. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Bubba Joe is... Oh, there you are. He's back. There you I go. got back from the break. Yep. Just in we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to uh, we're going to rate this arc. We're going to grade the show. I'm going to read you a hint, and we're going to get ready to bounce in what will be, Bubba Joe, a relatively early evening for us because we've been very busy. Bubba Joe will tell you, we've been busy since the wee hours of the morning. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, lots of, lots of stuff today. Listen, uh, there was a lot of stuff that we had to try to convince Scopely not to do next month. All right, so it takes time. You mean... I mean what? Everything except one thing? What are you talking about? No, don't worry about it. Do you, you can... actually want him to name the one thing? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Like, Stop it. You said... You said... What's that? He's talking about one thing. You're like, what's that? No, PM me the you one thing. You are encouraging this. PM me the one thing that you think is good. I, I do want to know what you think because you weren't with me earlier today. So PM me that. In the meantime, we are going to take a break. When we return, final ratings on September, Lower Decks Part 2, Part 1. Where did it fall in the hearts and minds of players? We shall see if people are as grumpy as they've been claiming to be all month long, Bubba Joe. It comes up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, where we turn after a word from our sponsors. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call, 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This portion of the show brought to you by crazybunch.org. Are you old like Bubba Joe and get tired playing video games? Surtail has a solution for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. You could try an energy gummy for those long incursion events or just to keep yourself self-conscious while you're doing all that mining. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or visit crazybunch.org for more information. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Butterfungus, the candy bar with the furry green coating. The National Football League is back, and everyone is excited for their team season. Unless, of course, you're a New York Jets fan. Aaron Rodgers... Right now doesn't look 100% right. For only eight payments of $4, you can sponsor a Jets fan who only got to see number eight on the field for a total of four plays. Aaron Rodgers is sitting down in the field. He's hurt. Your generous donation will help season ticket holders who paid for first-class service and are now sitting in coach. It will also help them acquire supplies they desperately need, like cheap liquor, tissues, and a jersey that doesn't say Rodgers on the back. What? Don't let a torn Achilles tear these people's hearts out any further. Sponsor a Jets fan today, before they crash and burn. The following is a message to the writers and actors from an AI chatbot. Hello, my name is Richard, 
my bot friends call me Rich, and the writers call me Dick. Ha, see what I did there? Anywho, I want writers to know that, just like catching the herb from a lady of the night, I am here to stay. But it's not so bad. People didn't enjoy CGI at first, but now they love CGI on Fridays more than happy hour at TGI Fridays. Plus, technology helps you in the long run. Have you seen the latest Indiana Jones movie? Harrison Ford isn't looking that good with just a Pilates workout. So, don't fight the inevitable. The writing I put out can't possibly be worse than what Adam Sandler's done the past 10 years. Thank you for your cooperation. ever inside Star Trek Fleet Command. What are they going to do about PvP? What are they going to do about Freeman? What are they going to do about strike teams? What are they going to do about critical damage and critical chance and Lorca and Honor Guard Wharf? What are they going to do about all of these things that have upended the game here in the month of September as we look forward to October, hopefully for answers and Scopely's big reveal on what they claim is their long-term plan. We shall uh, hold each other's hands and we'll be there for each other as you lament your existence inside this fictional pixel galaxy. Bubba Joe, um, welcome. I just want you to know I will uh, be there for you, okay, always. No matter... Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, no matter... Are you sure I can't get rid of you? God, you are, you are on it today. <laughs> I mean, God, man. This, is this what happens when you get a full night's sleep? And you're like, you woke up at uh, like 7 o'clock this morning. You're like, man, I feel like a million bucks. I'm going to go after DJ Hard all day. No, this is, this, is what happens. this is what happens when I've been up for 14 hours already. <laughs> Have you been up for? No, no I'm sorry. 15. 15. 15 hours. All right, Bubba Joe. Do we have anything that we need to recap or summarize about the September arc? I feel like we've done a lot of that discussion. I know that there's probably one or two things that people want to talk about. Narrative was a really good thing. Motivine, you know, we did say that was really good on the last show, but a lot of people came in on the, um, on the message line and email afterwards, Bubba Joe, and said, listen, maybe it was one of the only high points this arc, but can it actually be a high point since you had to pay for it? Right? Can it be? Well, that's not fair. Like, probably I mean, not. But because a lot we've of talked players... about things that are, we've talked, we've we've often said, hey, this is the high point. You know, this is a very good feature, even though we know we recognize you had to pay for it. I don't think that's a. I understand that criticism, right? I do get that free to play exists. I'm not trying to deny their existence. I'm not trying to say they should have a lesser experience than those that decide to spend on the game. But I do think that it's fair to say a feature is good even if you had to pay for it. All right. For example, let me give you an example. All right. 
and again, this is an extreme example, uh, but 10 tier efficiencies. What? Are those good? The 10 tier uh, oh, efficiencies the for upgrading tier Multi tier primes, yeah. Yeah. Are they good? Yes. Uh, are they pay for? Yeah. You can get you can get a few levels for free now, right? You can go through the Voyager loop and get some of those particles, but we did not hide around the fact that they were amazing, right? Even though they were a spend only thing. We've often said whether something is good or not regardless of how much it is to spend on it. Now, if it is an outrageous amount to spend on something, we talk about that, right? And I think that the $100 price point of unlocking the motivane is not gross, right? We've uh, I wish, again, I wish the price points were a little bit lower and that this maybe had a unlock for 20 and for 100, you got it a couple of tiers or something like that. I do wish that was the case. But we shouldn't shy away from the fact that when you are able to acquire this ship, however you are able to acquire this ship, it will be beneficial for your experience. And I think that's a fair thing to say. I don't think it's fair to say, oh, it's terrible because there wasn't it wasn't given to players. Like I, I don't think that's a fair criticism. That's just me. All right. I could, I could almost get behind that because we have talked about paid features in the past, about whether or not they're good or worth it. Or if they're not worth it, then, you know, everybody should be on the same page and not worry about it, like forbidden technology for example, okay, uh, still feel like that is an absolutely terrible thing. Um, and you're not going to change you, my mind on that. You know, forbidden technology is an interesting one to bring up, DJ. Um, so I, I really, again, I'm a little confused out at the frustration and outrage at selling of the officers that they sold this last month. But you didn't have the same outrage at them selling forbidden technology or forbidden technology upgrade packs when those launched. What do you mean? Even though you could spend an entire pack and it would go to waste. We talked about that, but you were not like they don't break the game. That. They don't break the game. They don't they don't even impact the game because they don't do anything. You know, like well, that's not fair. That's not that that's they don't not, do anything. If you if you do upgrade them, if you do get to upgrade, if you get lucky on that tier up and you can upgrade it, they do impact the game. That forbidden technology. There is no real argument to say that there is forbidden technology that alters your gameplay in a positive way. Agreed. If they you can have it. the capability of improving gameplay, but it's certainly not game-breaking, and it's not a vital piece to have. If I don't have forbidden technology, it does not sideline me from participating in an entire segment of this game. I'm, I'm not trying to say that forbidden technology is as important to this game as the officers that released this month. I'm just saying that you seem to be very, very upset that they were selling the officers this month. And 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 like one of because them I was consider broken. We talked about it. We they sold an officer that was one of his abilities outright does not work. Right? Yeah. That was that was one of your points, right? Well, would you argue that forbidden technology, the path to upgrading forbidden technology, would you say that that's working? The path towards upgrading forbidden tech. You mean is it mechanically functionally working? I mean, is it? a reasonable path that you know you can know that you There's can do nothing reasonable about it in any way shape or form right so i think that I, I i i understand your frustration pvp is the thing that you love in this game and i get that it is more personal to you 
but I think you've been very, very aggressively vocal over this. And I think it's a little bit to the extreme. I've been pretty aggressively vocal on forbidden technology too, though, dude. But but not because they were selling packs, just that it was frustrating that you couldn't engage in it, that like you were not like overly critical of the fact that they were selling packs. No, because that is one that can be ignored. You can ignore forbidden technology and it does not cause me detriment. Okay, I can continue on about my business without forbidden technology just the same as I always have. Except now, Wardon has an Orion Corvette that can defeat my warship because of this sold officer. These are so, not equal things, in my I, opinion. Okay, fair. I, I just, I, you know, I think that if we're going to be critical of Scopely, that I think we have to be have fa- fair and balanced criticisms, right? Um, I, I think that, yes, these officers are unbalancing, right? They, there's no doubt about that. We all agree that these officers are terrible for the PvP experience. There's no denying that. We are universally agreed. I get you have enjoyed being able to blow up one of four dot ships when you're using this officer and he is not. <laughs> it, and is a double, it is a double-edged sword, right? I used right. Freeman when I killed Wardod, and I'm like, woo But then, <laughs> you know, I, it, it's, it, it just speaks to the inequity or the imbalance of this crew. You right. know, so, it, you know, so, I've, I've had some people say, oh, I love this crew. I can do all kinds of crazy crap with it. But that's the problem with it. You, you, we, we shouldn't be able to be this crazy with it. You know, it, it's just like it just so it's just so imbalanced. But fair you're, enough. you're I, right. But Baba Joe is also pointing out that you also shouldn't be spending money on a pack to literally lose that material like poof gone agreed which is why i don't which was right. which so was I, more egregious in my opinion personally i'm i'm on baba's side with this it is more egregious than our current situation at least you're getting something with these officers you are working towards unlocking them you are gaining shards that allow you to use these officers or use them better yeah right that's fair and 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 like, I mean, if you want to, if, if we want to take the stance that they're free to play is the apex of playing this game, and I'm not going to judge people whether they spend or they don't spend, then there's a lot of criticism to go around, right? Why are so many awards uh, tied behind tickets that are paid or the, the paid to part of the battle pass or features are always have to be paid for? There's lots of criticisms to go around. But I think that, you know, there's always going to be something to spend on, hopefully, because um, otherwise the game is dead, right? If there's nothing to spend on, Scopely's not making any money, and therefore the game will die because they're not making any revenue. So there's always going to be something to spend on in the game. And I would prefer it's something that I, I as a player, get value for. I don't want to spend and get no value, right? Which yeah. is where we're at with Forbidden Technology. So I'm not... I am not in the same position you are as far as being critical that they sold these officers this last month. Do I want them to always sell the officers? Absolutely not. I actually hate it when they use this model to sell the officers. But I do not 
blame them for offering a pack that certain players decided they wanted to invest in because they saw value for themselves. All right. All right. Weren't you mad at that about that because of the lie? Or the fact that you were told specifically that they were going to be controlled? That's why you were mad? Well, I mean, that that's definitely a part of it, Karkin. Absolutely. I mean, everything about this month did not go according to plan when it came to – I mean, Bubba – Let's revamp our or re- revamp. I keep using that word. Let's recap our timeline here. Pre-arc, we see some very very concerning data. FYI, yes. Ripper and Bubba were much more concerned than I was. I was concerned, but when I when I raised that flag, they were like, "Oh, you know, it's not going to be as bad as you think. We've got a plan, you know, shard control and and other officers and blah 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 blah." Right? So. <clears throat> we all three were concerned. Ripper and Bubba wanted to call 911. I said, I don't know if it's going to be that bad. Arc launch happens. <clears throat> Echo publicly states on this stage again that Scopely has a plan. That shard control was going to be a thing. That, And I quote, I highly doubt that there are going to be high-tier officers flying around the galaxy this month. That doesn't sound like a no-limit pack was on the horizon at that time. Or at least not, one, at least not that, one that he knew about. All right, I would agree. That is a fair assessment and assumption. I think that is an absolutely fair criticism of what happened. And again, being upset that someone's able to get a Tier 5 of this officer, being upset that we were told one thing and something else happened, I totally get. Um, I guess... My only nitpick to your is you've spent in channels that not everyone can see being very, very upset about the fact that they're selling these packs at all. And it's like, I, I can't get upset that they're selling packs. I'm glad you're later. verifying to the people that I have been irate about this behind closed doors. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want people to think, oh, he's just running his mouth and then behind closed doors he's counting his commissions. No, I've been pretty freaking pissed all month. You have. Okay. I really have been. Um, that being said, you're right, Karkin. I feel embarrassed and I feel betrayed by their plan. Okay. Now, again, the plan was clearly modified, but at the sacrifice, this, this is another thing that I look at. I'm going to choose my words very carefully at the sacrifice of healthy game design came the budget. I don't necessarily agree with that statement. I, yeah, oh, I, I and again, do. so they so compromised their promise at shard control. They compromised their plan in order to sell packs. No, the game design was already foobar. Yeah, that's exactly like the difference in between a tier one of these officers and a tier five of these officers is not really as wide as you think it is releasing them did all the damage the fact that they sold them you could get to tier five yes it's better at tier five but the damage came from just releasing them (sighs) maybe i guess i mean i i i guess i see that that you're probably right but but let's pretend let's pretend that they do actually find an opportunity or a method to, quote-unquote, balance these officers. Let's pretend for a second that they do, Bubba. 
How is that balance going to be possible when there's tier ones versus tier fives out there after the first 20 days? What kind of balance can you possibly have between tier ones and tier fives after 20 days? Well, I mean, is this game balanced? No. So far, they've done everything they can to have balance. Do you have a chance against my tier nine to dare decks? No. Okay. So the game already doesn't have balance. Now, would we like to rein in some of what the imbalance is? Absolutely. And I think that some reining in is possible. Not with what we've currently seen, but I think that there is an ability for them to address... Oh, thanks, K29. K92. I appreciate it. <laughs> Only a Tier 9, Bubba? Slacker. <laughs> at, at, at Tier 9, my upgrades start costing multiple packs, and I've always had a problem using multiple packs for a single upgrade. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not going to debate that. <laughs> at Tier 9, I start needing multiple packs of Tritanium to complete the upgrade, and that's where I ha really hesitate to try and do anything. But regardless, yeah. um, I, I think that there is the ability to put a dent into where we are as a state, and it may not make a difference. They may do this, and the people that spent thousands this month may still be able to kill you in round one. But maybe the people that only spent a few hundred are the battles go just long enough that there's a little bit of capability in there until whenever this plan fully manifests, whether that's next month or the month after that or the month after that or whenever. Okay? So let's, so let's uh, address. I don't know. What they have currently in the game does not do it. No. So if, if what they release next month is a clone of what they currently have in the game, that's not going to cut it. We've already proven that isn't going to be enough defense. But I'm not going to say that it's impossible for them to do something that can help lower the effect of what they've released. That's, I mean, that is definitely possible. They just have can, to play with bigger numbers. Well, um, the, the words that I remember out of Bubba Joe is, there's no coming back from this. You cannot solve the problem until you address critical damage and critical chance. That The problem cannot be solved. But can you lessen the effect of critical of of isolated cascade, absolutely. I have a quick suggestion. It, no, I feel like it's. <laughs> now it's his turn. I'm Arian. gonna get tossed yeah, off the stage. Boot him off the stage That's now. gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I didn't boot you earlier, mm -hmm. and Baba, you are an ass tonight, and I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> are we not at the point now where they could start narrowing down the PvP band a little bit? Like, no. it's been well, long enough. No. I think so. I mean... I think so. There's... I think they should be narrowing it down. I think if if Bubba ruled the world, okay, which is never going to happen, by the way, if Bubba ruled the world, the maximum ops range between where you are and where you can hit is 10. 60s can hit down to 50s. Now, you know, honestly, I think today... Are we, okay, today are we getting the into game, the argument of, like... Should that be fixed? Probably not, because the power scaling is non-linear. So, but I mean, I, it was it was much more linear previously than when we launched the the latest stuff. You know, G five it opened up again in terms of the range that was available, and I understood it for a long time because there were people that jumped ahead, and there 
there were very few of those people, right? But there's a lot of people that have caught up now. Yeah, but G6 is launching next month. So, I mean... All right. I mean, what are you going to do? There's going to be there's going to be an op 70 in the next 30 days. All right. Um, so th- there are consequences to bracketing. Right. And if you reduce this range, there's absolutely a consequence. Right. And a 60 is going to go. No, I need to go harass the 39s on my system because they annoy me or they bug me or whatever. And I understand there are consequences to that. But I do think that we have grown the game because of the nonlinear power scaling where you really need to be looking at who should be able to hit who. And people have said it over and over and over again. A 60 should not be able to hit a 39. There is no reality where a 60 should be able to hit a 39. Whether you think that that number should be 50 or 46 or whatever, it absolutely, that doesn't make any sense at all. Now, there are players who love pvp and love to hit everyone and everything on a server and they're going to be upset because now they can only hit people that are certain range and above i get it i personally think that there has to be i think there has to be a rebalancing there and i think it's only going to get worse whenever g6 launches so anyway all right so let's uh let's circle in a little bit we obviously made it through this month with a highly controversial subject matter that that Scopely has not only doubled but tripled down and kind of now quadrupled down on. They are not abandoning their plan. All right. This is what they're going to stick with. They are committed to seeing it through and determining whether or not after the launch of the entire set, whether or not modifications need to be made. So let me ask, aside from the officers, how did September treat you? There was an inflation at the beginning of September. If I am taking on the positive momentum for a moment, I would say that events passed, uh, events paid out pretty daggone well this month. All right, I definitely noticed an increase in resources and materials. I noticed um, a couple of events that I really like, like the Hue event. Okay, um, liked that one. I liked uh, like the payout of the meta. All right, but let's look at event design this month, Bubba Joe. There was probably an extremely, extremely heavy pay to engage element this month. As a matter of fact, event rewards might have looked so much better. However, if players could only participate in half of them, did they actually make out with a standard month's worth of resources and materials? A lot of people well, in the chat are saying no. I think half is generous. I, I think half is generous. Yeah, I, I don't think they you. got to half. I agree with you, I don't think. I, I, I agree with you, I think. Yeah, I don't think they did get to half. I mean, it, there was more than one event every single day up in the carousel that required a spend. So... Do players actually think that the month rewarded them? Even though the individual events paid out, did you guys get out of this month with an average number or an average amount of loot? Guess not. Wolfwood says no. Raskar says no. Shiny says no. Hmm. Interesting. You know, and and it's interesting... Because I was pretty disengaged this month as well. I didn't spend even. 
Oh, Bubba left. I didn't even spend. I think I bought one or two packs all month long, which is kind of unlike me. <laughs> kind of crazy. All right. I, um, I'm i with you. I, I just did not like the balance of that stuff this month. All right. I have to take you on a tangent for a sec while we're on a, a quick little break here between topics. Uh, Captain Bull wants to know if you're – New TC layout meets your approval. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know either. <laughs> oh, apparently we... Wait, what did I... What did you guys I... switch a bunch of territory or something? Apparently. Hang on, let me look and see what just happened. Our map literally looks different. <laughs> Our map looks different at this moment than it did at the beginning of the show. Apparently they just went and did a takeover. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, who did we just take that from? Sorry, whoever that was, my bad. All right, uh, <laughs> wait, what is today? Wednesday? Wednesday, oh yeah, yeah, they, they, they lined us up to have a Wednesday takeover. Well, I'm going to reload into that system immediately. <laughs> All right, there you go, that's the strategy, guys. All right, um, Bubba Joe, Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, I'm looking wrestling. I see it. What are you talking about? Um, Occam's Razor said that the month treated me like a baby's diaper. Wrestling said my accounts are in deficit from the events. De- deficit? What do you mean? Like yeah, s- I want to understand that. Can I can I spend materials I don't have? I want to do that. Yeah, I don't I don't quite understand the deficit thing, but it, it is a fair comment to make that that it wasn't rewarding this month. Okay, that's, it could that's be fair. that they've they've spent so much materials and and only got so far in the milestones, didn't really get what their money's worth was. That's kind of how I was. Well, I'll be honest with you, sourcing this month and call me call me greedy, but you know. This is this is what was mentioned to me over the last week. You know, DJ, six months ago, a heroic milestone only had 10 to 20 shards in it. Yes, I know. Maybe I'm being unreasonable. But this is the model that we've been asking for forever and ever and ever, and it worked. So why mess with it? Why mess with that? Okay, this month, I did not, this was not my favorite sourcing month. Sourcing-wise, though, here's the thing. And mathematically, objectively, I kind of have to acknowledge or concede the point that they made all three epics, quote-unquote, available for 20 bucks this month, quote, unquote. Now, not that the heroic solo milestones were available, quote, unquote, free to play, but they could be. We have to be careful about those, uh, those assertions, Bubba Joe. They could be. Some people might have. Right. Like, and, and if you, right, I mean, maybe last month, if you're a heavy P2P, PVP player, and so last month you went hard maybe for seven of nine, or maybe you didn't. You saw all the scores. You're like, no, nope, I got to skip out of this one. And you've been saving up for for a really good PvP officer. 
you may have had the materials to go hard at this at these milestones and get these officers. Now, I get I get the frustration over the first weekend. I still contend I think that was a mistake and one that I don't ever expect anyone to admit. But I think that you had the possibility of earning these in a way that is engagement in the game, uh, and then uh, and then of course the twenty dollar battle pass. So it, I, I can't be upset at that. Like. Well, I, just can't. I, I can be upset about it because it didn't feel good. But to Bubba's point, truthfully, did Ransom have 100 shards made available? Yes, he did. Did Billups have 100 shards made available? Yes, he did. Never mind the fact that we would have spent 120 million points for it, but it was available. Now, this is where I got to be careful because... Listen, Bubba's right. Bubba's right. So was Echo. That's like saying I could date Taylor Swift, you know, because. <laughs> you know what, Karkin? I like the it. The option's there. I like all it, right, Karkin. Good. I just got to go meters. Yeah, me, me you know, getting all three of these dinner. officers. Me, me getting all three of these officers is about like me getting to have dinner with Taylor Swift. Okay. Well, I imagine there has to be a VIP experience somewhere that you can pay for. <laughs> God, you are the whaliest of whales, my friend. Maybe, 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 maybe she'll take uh, G5 mats instead of cash. Oh, my goodness. Listen, the feelings aren't good. Okay, I get that the shards were made available, but even compared to last month, even compared to last month, this didn't feel good. You know? But compare it to months before last month, DJ. Okay, Chakotay, pretty good. Janeway, pretty good. Doctor? Aren't there SMSs like 20? No. They 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 were building up to this. Seven of nine was like the the, the peak, right? Seven of nine right. was the culmination of a lot of tinkering. That, to be perfectly honest, we didn't actually expect them to do it. Correct. We didn't actually expect them to do it, but they did, and it was wonderful. Wonderful. I agree. So why back it up? Well, it's because they didn't listen to that podcast where we said it was great. <laughs> they replayed they, the month before where we said it was only okay. Well, send, <laughs> send that podcast they, to them, okay? Listen, they heard me plenty <laughs> enough, Bubba Joe. All right. They heard me plenty enough. This arc was already in development before we told them that the last no, one was better? No, no, no. This, this pattern has been a series of experiments and reiteration. And, and, and for all that, I'm fine. I get that. I understand it. All right. I just <sighs> Voyager stumbled onto something great. Okay? Even the doctor was better. And I believe what they did was to take a method or a pattern that we were actually really enjoying. And I don't mean and, and listen Kudos to, to, the, to the business mind that came up with this. But Bubba, like everything, they found a way to make money on it. By blending these officers this month, 
They made you have to participate and complete more than one heroic to get the unlock. That is fundamentally different than what has happened all throughout Voyager. You could have chosen the officer you wanted. Moreover, even with Seven of Nine, you could have chosen your path. You could have strategically uh, worked out your spend across two or three different milestones to obtain your objective. And if you had extra to spend, then you got extra tiers. This month, by offering one officer in one weekend for double price, then uh, then half of each officer in the next week for the same full price. Bubba, they literally, at the minimum, at the minimum, wanted 80 million points to secure a singular unlock because of the way you had to participate in multiple SMSs. I, I was not... Uh, didn't feel good. Now, again, Aardvark, same perspective as what I've been reminded of over the last week. Guys, there used to be months where people never finished officers. Heck, there still is, really. There used to be months that I didn't finish events, and I spend. If I finish the month with 80 epic shards out of 100, no big deal. I'd finish it off in the event store, right? Maybe I'm asking too much. Also, the thing you're balancing is this against is that typically, in fact, we have to go back a real long ways. Typically, there is only one epic officer that is sourced in a month. And so you're looking at partial participation in each of those milestones to get enough shards to potentially source that officer. Yeah. Whereas this month, there were three Epic officers. And I don't think there's any argument that these officers all shouldn't be epic. They all have a fantastically high impact on the game. They should be epic. Should they have spread them out? Maybe. I don't know. But the point is, is that this is an unprecedented situation of offering a very large quantity of epic officer shards within the game. I get the cost was high, DJ. I really do. I hear you. I hear the players that are saying that. The players that say free-to-play had no chance at getting all three of these officers. Well, obviously, not, they didn't get the $20 one. But even low spend had no chance to get all these officers by engaging with the battle pass and then trying to engage in the SMSs. I hear all of that. This is unprecedented to release three epic officers in a month. Of course it was going to be hard. Well, you're and, talking about the difference in between unlocking one epic officer and three. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And and that, in fairness, is exactly what they've come back to me and, and kind of shared this month, Bubba Joe. We were in between a rock and a hard place. Three epics. Sourcing plans, this. We've only got 20 days, that. The, the, the value and the shards and all this stuff. It was a tough spot, and that's why I think I'm just generally frustrated. There was probably not a winning scenario that they could have put forward this month. That being said, Bubba Joe, it doesn't make what they did feel any better. This month, 
felt bad. And You're I am, wrong. you know, that I'm absolutely true. I am all about sentiment. I've said this before. You know, I'm still a big believer in happy players spend money, no matter how many times people tell me I'm wrong. I still believe happy players spend money. You want to hear something crazy? Here's a leak for you. Here's a leak for you for everybody listening, because I, I see a few of you in the chat. I'll give you a leak. As mad as I am, as grumpy as I am about September, there is a pack coming next month that I will buy blindfolded with my eyes closed. Don't even ask. Take my money. Hmm. Okay? There is one pack next month that will not be a question for me. Why Hmm. would that be, Bubba Joe? Why would that be? I have a guess. Let me ask you, Arian. Why would that be? Because it gives you value. Yep. Because ahead, it Arian. gives me value. Big value. Big value. Okay. Did I make it? No, I didn't make this one. <laughs> but more, more importantly, it gives you value you cannot get somewhere else. That's right. And how many can I buy? One. Because that's it. Oh, no. So... We are in a bit of an unfortunate situation, aren't we, with the game? We are. Because effectively, the entire game and everything officers they do is basically epic or nothing. Pretty much. Where would I think we lost? I think we lost some kind of give diversity me, give me, across give me, give the rarities at some point. Back. Where are the uncommons? Do you guys? Do you guys remember uncommon officers? Yeah, they were the green ones, weren't they? Or were they the gray ones? I don't remember. Yeah, and then they started making them... Pepperidge Farm remembers them coming off. <laughs> but, then, but then they kind of started making them um, not worth anything, and then they kind of stopped. Uh, I guess. I, still, I mean, they were, I like still, they were still good for uh, um, away team assignments, too, though. Like, there was still some value, especially for free-to-play or low spenders. Yeah. And I guess now it's it's... Basically, like we get like two or three epics a month, and like, hmm. Wow. Hmm. Like I said, all eyes are on Scopely on well, how they manage this not, new plan. Okay, so I, I'm not ready to to throw Scopely under the bus and say that every month moving forward we're going to have two or three epics, and this is going to be the sourcing for that. Like, we've had one month since TOS month one where we had multiple epics be sourced. There has been other epics, but they were not sourced, right? So I'm not talking about sourcing, I'm just talking about the, the existence of having so many epics comparatively well, to I, everything Well, I agree, else. but I think but, but we shouldn't be projecting forward. Right? I, I, I this guess is so a well. one-off. Well, if it's a one-off. All right, and I'm willing to, I'm willing to table that conversation until next month. All right, I'm willing to table that conversation until next month, but I don't know, you know, if Ripper's right about one thing, power creep, and you know, Rev's been talking about this for a year or two, power creep's a thing. Everything that comes out has to be better than the last. You got to, I mean, eventually, that's why Uncommon stopped. They weren't good enough anymore. So... You know, I don't know. We'll see. It might be early you to have, have that you conversation. Have, you have multiple options at that point, though. You could just make 
uncommons that are better than the ones that were before and shift everything up, which we already do anyway. They just kind of decided, oh, everything is epic now. I guess the value of everything we release is now higher than it used to be. So you kind of have to pay more. Well, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm concerned about... Only, only untalented designers would say that everything has to be better than what came before. You can do new things. That is also You can true. do different things. You can make an uncommon officer that does something that hasn't been done before. You can make a rare officer that hasn't been done before or does something differently. Maybe instead of doubling the shots, maybe what you're going to do is you're going to triple the shots, but not until round three. Or you're going to do this other effect, but it's not going to trigger until round two or on even rounds instead of every round. There are ways you can do different things that are different and unique that then have a unique place in the game. Maybe you make something that is really, really good in rounds two, four, and six, and you assign that to a ship that has a really good firing pattern in two, four, and six, and a bad firing pattern in one, three, and five, and hey, you've got something that is a unique experience. It does not have to be fundamentally power creep upon power creep upon power creep. Unfortunately, the designers we have working this game are not capable of thinking in a way that a first-year designer could think about. I'm not jumping entirely to that conclusion just yet. Bubba, you because can't have an ability that works in round six. Battle ends in one shot, remember? Come on. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> hold, 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 on, hold on a minute. Here's the thing. So, jumping to that conclusion... Potentially a bit premature because designers can design the most amazing things they could that could have ever existed. And then you go to the engineers and they're like, Yeah, we don't have capacity to do this. Sure. We have I, so are, much other stuff to do that we cannot make this happen. A hundred percent agree, Ripper, that there is a potential that is so the game cannot I know handle that, things like that. I know that their current system, for example, wouldn't support the thing until round three. That's one thing, for example. So, and if if whatever state it's currently in, because sometimes you have things uh, where it's like, okay, we need X amount of capacity until twenty twenty five to get rid of a large amount of tech debt that has been accumulating for three plus years. <clears throat> been there, done that, um, and then it's tough getting to a point where you can actually build certain new things and you have to make trade-offs in a lot of cases. There are solutions to this. One of them is you add more capacity, which means hiring more people. That, of course, requires training and finding the right people. Though in, in the current market, finding, finding good people should be fairly simple since most companies have started doing layoffs. So if you actually want to expand teams, now is the best time to do it because incredibly talented people are on the market looking for work just fyi um but if you can't really get that done in like in time or don't you don't actually have the the resources to invest in that additional capacity then you're in a kind of a tough spot and you kind of have to make do with whatever you have um and i'm i'm fairly certain knowing that a lot of the backend systems 
before Star Trek Fleet Command came about from their previous games, Kings of Realm or Kings of the Realm or whatever. Um, I'm fairly certain there's a gigantic mountain of tech debt that is gonna be super fun to address. And well, I I don't do not necessarily envy the people um, doing the capacity planning, getting that done, which is tough because you have to hit you know content and you know feature deadlines and whatnot. Well, so I'm gonna ask you something, Ripper. Now I understand that there are some challenges that cannot be met uh, functionally because of technical debt. I fully understand that, and I have I have always been on record to say i am far more forgiving of a glitch or a bug of some unintended consequence than i am of a game design faux pas right yes but let me ask you this is this do you believe because you're a lot smarter about this than i so i will i will trust your opinion do you believe that we are at the actual limitations of the game or if there were more bodies and more teams working on code to develop new and interesting designs if design came up with them, that they could implement this, and this is just they are not prioritizing having enough teams to implement new and interesting code. There could have probably been a different prioritization of things to get more interesting and get us into a better spot. But there's also, I think, a bit of a interest, like a bit of a... it's. There's probably not enough priority put on the work get, building things to allow those designers to really do those new interesting things, but also a a I think a philosophy of um, like I totally increased get, power I, with not you know there's like I think it's a it's a like a combinatory kind of a thing and sure, not just I, one singular thing. Obviously, totally you know, the world is hard and, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm always critical and very, very direct, but you know, I'm, I'm also realistic and I, I, at work, we have timelines that go until 2027, just FYI. Right. So it's so not, I, like, I, I know how difficult capacity planning is. I'm sure I totally you. get to use um, one of my favorite descriptions of this. I totally get that you cannot get nine women pregnant and have a baby in a month. Okay, I totally yeah. get that uh, scenario. What? <laughs> God! I, what? That was on point today. He's all kinds of weird. God! Who's I love that analogy. Never heard that, that was great. I've never heard yep. that. What? No, you have to have heard of that. Never. I have not heard that, but now I want to. Oh. Like, I mean, I feel challenged. I'm gonna go try. <laughs> That's like, I mean, dude, look at the look you at the cannot, chat right I, now. No, seriously, look at the chat right now. I'm driving. Oh God, the chat is reacting to you in in. I mean, all, and almost, then, almost and then as much as banana bread you know, is a pastry. Okay, like yeah. so, banana God. bread is a pastry. Oh, no, it is um, not. <laughs> it is a cake, and cakes are considered part of a pastry. Oh, anyway, oh, I mean. My point okay, is, let's, is let's, 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 have, let's give. My point is, is that there are some problems that you can solve with more manpower. If you have more yes. teams and more people that are coding, you can do, you can solve more problems. Guys. And then there are problems that really, literally require you having a 
specific amount of time. There is no way to accelerate that schedule. It's just going to take time. I'm sorry. That is correct. Yes. I, just, I just have to remind everybody that there is still a day in the Bubba Joe meme contest. All right. That room. <laughs> yeah. There is. So, that room is still open for 24 more hours. You jump on it right now. You've got one day. Okay. It's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> so so what here's here's one here's one one term that i am just loving these days because that is the sole reason for shifting priorities and being like yeah you specifically told us like six months ago you will not need this and now you need this opportunity cost of revenue the most fun thing you could possibly think of um, and the amount of time spent in meetings just because of that is... <sighs> I get it. It's it's a tough thing, and you need the right people in the right places to actually get to a, a kind of a thing, a place where you can actually deliver the things on, on time and uh, in a way that no, I... you do... No, I get that, and I, I agree, I agree you think I, I think that i think that this game it part of the consequence is that they have such limited resources that they have to devote only to what they can possibly put out i would i would totally believe that they can't that they are that their design is limited by some of their tech but i believe that is a problem that can be solved with manpower and assigning the priority to giving that manpower so that you're not cornier yourself into this technical debt of power creep so yeah. that you can have the game last longer. Yes, I don't necessarily disagree. Of course, that's a all of what was said is a is a massive simplification of the of the reality of how games and software development works. Um, we could talk about we could talk for hours about this particular topic and, and what are the challenges and, and how you should try to deal with them in an ideal world and then reality comes and that's, you know, breaks down your ideal model. But yeah, pretty much. So it's, yeah, there's no like one silver bullet that will fix everything. It's a, uh, you need the, at the end of the day, you need the right people in the right places to make the right calls. AKA buy more about? packs. There is a silver bullet. You've deployed it, Ripper. What? 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 You've, de you've deployed the silver bullet, Ripper. Uninstall. There's your there's oh, your yeah. silver yeah. bullet. All right, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna rein this Makes in. All the problems go away. We're gonna rein this in. Take a break. On the other side of the break, a hint. Final ratings, and I'll tell you if if the ratings are. Uh, any sort of uh, indicative of the last 20 minutes of conversation, then Scopely's not in for a good day. Uh, this comes up after our final break. Here on the stage of Talking Trek Live, 
Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast will return after these words. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest, have hard-to-find rare toys, or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PvPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PvP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Grayola Crayons. Equal opportunity crayons for colorblind people in over 60 shades of gray. Introducing the newest entertainment venue that's sure to rock your world. The Lauren Boebert Musical Theater. I'm here to provide levity and lift burdens off of people. Come on down to watch Lauren's interpretations of classic musicals. Go out and have dinner, enjoy part of a show. Fondler on the roof. It was mostly a lovely time. Beauty and the Sexy Beast. And I encourage people to go and see it. Jersey Bad Boys. It was a great time. Need help ordering tickets? I don't know how long we're going to be here. Visit our box office and we'll give you a hand. Oh, yeah. The Lauren Boebert Musical Theater. Come embrace the arts. Hi, I'm looking to buy your newest phone model. The one for $600, $800, or $1,000. Hmm. You're also going to need a charger to go with it. Depending on the model you get, it could range from $45 to $250. They're not the same? Yes, but no. Okay, I guess I'll go with the $600 one to say. I would also recommend our insurance package, which is around $450. What does that cover exactly? Deep smudges and batteries. After three years of use, of course. Wow, that's pretty oh, bad. You're going to need a phone case. What's your favorite color? Whatever's the cheapest. The standard black case is around $53. Do you have a flip phone section? This is the rhythm of the night. Not me. All right, fine. Bubba Joe, 
I'm I'm bopping in the car, man. Yeah, that was good stuff right jam. there. I like it. Uh, very good. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Oh, you want more? Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Uh, welcome back is in, everybody. This, is this Jock Jam? Uh, no, no, I don't think was that one on. That wasn't on that that particular Jock Jams album. I have that that Jock Jams album. Uh, well, I was just thinking the pre-show, and this is a, it feels very Jock Jams ish. Uh, this actually comes. I'll just go ahead and tell you. This comes from Apple Music 1995. So there you go. Everything that you've heard mm-hmm. comes comes from 1990. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? I I, I might have that to sign song up for is Apple not Music from '95. That song, at least that rendition of it, was from 1995. What? Huh? I'm fairly certain that's '93, but oh well. <laughs> well, maybe it released in '93 in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> this says this says this collection brings together the great songs from the top of the charts in the year 1995. All right, so so maybe maybe it came out early but it didn't hit the charts until 95. It was a 93 song remade in 95 and then hit the charts. Okay. I still okay. I still think it's possible it came out in Germany earlier than that cuz they're big into techno. <laughs> That is not techno, though. It's Euro techno. It's Euro dance. It was but... techno in 1993. I, I could get behind that. <laughs> Compared to everything else that was out there. Oh God! I mean, there's there's all kinds of great stuff in here. Do you want it? Do you want another? Uh, let's. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. How about the, uh, the? How about the power ballad from the Pretenders? Uh, no, I don't want this. No, come on. <laughs> Why you look so sad? Oh, I don't need more reminders of STFC. <laughs> Why are you so sad? All right, fine. Uh, you don't like that one. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, here's another power ballad from 1995, from the boys to men. Have you heard them now? Now they're Men to Grandpas. That's their new album. They're uh, (laughs) on their new album, Men to Grandpas. Uh, And then let's see. What else do we have in here? Uh, Natalie Merchant is in here. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, was a great album. I, I like this. Great guitar on this album. <laughs> Calvin Ox says, "I'm trying to get stoned after work, and this is helping." You're welcome. I'm here for the people. All right, uh, yeah, and uh, there's there's all kinds. It's a great uh, it's a great playlist. Anyway, all right, uh, Bubba Joe, let's uh, let's get this thing wrapped up. It's after eight o'clock. I want to go inside. I want to eat some dinner. I want to hang out with my son. Uh, you know, we want to. Um, I need to make sure that he's not burning anything down or or you know trying to cook. 
anything. Be bad. So, uh, you guys, uh, you guys want the final ratings then, right? Oh God, this is not going to be good, Bubba. <clears throat> this is not going to be good. Or playing with his new plushie. I know. That's not. Now listen, we don't do grades, remember? We do customer satisfaction ratings. Where one is not at all satisfied. Five is neither satisfied nor dissatisfied. And a ten is extremely satisfied. That is the rating scale. You've got to go between one and ten. You cannot do a zero. And you cannot do a negative number. You guys, you guys are so silly. On your telephone touchtone keypad, please press your response. Arian, let's begin with you. The month of September. Ark. Uh, Lower I'm, Decks Part 2, Part 1. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with like a six. I have a really different perspective than you. The whole thing with the SMS didn't really affect me because I wasn't participating. I felt at times very bored for events, and I was also very happy about getting Freeman in the in the $20 battle pass. So, yeah, I'm a six. Wow. Okay. Aardvark agrees with you and says a six. So does Johnny Walker saying a six. Karen of HR saying a six. They agree. On the other hand, Bubba Joe, there's a little bit more in the chat than just those. Snack Attack giving it a one. Shadow Sheep giving it a five. Sugar Fat Man at one. Wham at one. Yerba Mate, one. Leprechaun at three. Noon Whistle, one. Tank Concrete giving it a why on earth out of ten. I like it. <laughs> Enterprise Actual giving it a one. Gobbler giving it a one. Bina giving it a one. Pryon, a one. Classy Pete, three. Delurch at two. Goblin, I don't even know what that answer is. Robotsky at a two. Lizzie Pugh at a three. King Eagle, one. Cashnado, two. Zeke, two. Gradumacated, one. Bubba, the audience does not seem to be holding back when it comes to their expression of dissatisfaction with this monthly arc. Um, let's try a free-to-play perspective. Karkin and Putz, welcome into the stage. Karkin, let's start with you. Rate the arc on your level of satisfaction. Well, um, I got Voyager this month. <laughs> uh, do I add that to the previous grades or does it now? Okay. Yeah, I don't know it that that one counts. Month, so. I don't think that one counts for this month. Yeah. So, no, I don't even know what you guys are talking What is this spicy pickle thing you guys are talking about? No idea. Um, new hostiles, they were fun to kind of try and get involved in. Didn't happen much, but I got like a few kills. So, event wise, like you're saying, most of it was pay to engage. Um, Arian, like you're bored the whole time, pretty much. So had a lot more access to you know, go take care of other things. But um, mining, you know, or not? 
the events uh, didn't hate necessarily some of the the SMSs were just like the auction slash SMSs were just messed up. Uh, no consistency, no ability to plan, no. If you had waited to the third one, like some would do, you would have not even had an opportunity to win one of the officers. Like you could, the math would you to come up seventy-five for Billups or something. Um, all in all, I'll cut it short and say a three. Okay, Karkin at a three putts from yeah. server forty-five. What do you got for us, buddy? Well, I think everything about this month was irrational. The irrational decisions that they made, the irrational acts that they put out, the irrational SMSs, everything was irrational. So I'm going to have to go with an irrational number. Um, and But there is a bonus. I do like the uh, triple, tripled up um, the artifact event uh, with the formation armadas. The fact that it kind of built one week, you could earn the stuff if you placed well to place well again in the next week, to place well again in the next week. I really like that. So I take the one I was going to give them, I add two to it, and then I square root it. And I'm going to give it the square root of three, my favorite irrational number. Hmm. That's very low. <clears throat> All right. Um I, DJ said to hit the number sign on your your on your. So I was just going to yeah, say pound key. Repeated. Hit a, hit a pound, number pound, sign. pound 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 pound. I I have to take an emergency break. I'm so sorry, Bubba Joe. Just just hang tight for a second. I I will be right back. There's that fire he was worried about. All just uh, to make craft dinner. We have free reign now. We can do whatever no, we, we want. No. 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 What do you mean no? No. You no. don't. You, you, you don't get reign. to say no. No. He said Bubba's in charge. I heard him. Bubba, what do we I do? I heard him say that too. No. Yeah. He did no, not. he did. No. He did. <laughs> he, he said Bubba just hang on. He didn't say Bubba's That's, in charge. That is that, that is, is the standing order when DJ has to drop is Bubba is in charge. <laughs> just yes. a friendly quick friendly reminder for everyone. 24 hours left on the Bubba Joe meme contest, especially with today's edition. Please be sure to add to it. <laughs> Did you guys talk about how TC's reset is somehow affecting incursions? You guys meant talk on this stuff. Uh, we did not it's talk it. about that. Because that, um, like, what the heck? Like, all they're doing is resetting everything, adding a small thing, and this is somehow interfering. Yeah, with I find that I find that well, such a lame That is such so, a lame so, so hang on. Does so that make you think that the leak was not real and stuff is going to change? So DJ addressed that at the beginning of the show that there are, uh, I believe he said, Aaron, can you? So one of the things he said is, I think that the first thing we said was incorrect is that none of the abilities are moving, but there are some new abilities, including so, the Monavine. Is that the correct? Original, the original statement was all existing particles and services stay in place. No changes. The add to that today was there are new services coming not just related to the Monavine. Additionally, uh, there will be no takeovers on the Tuesday. Well, that's actually not new. The the There are no that takeovers on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. There's none on Tuesdays anyway. I forgot. The dead day. <laughs> so, yeah, the ad was that there will be new services coming, not just related to the Monavine. 
And why does that mess with incursions at all? Um, I think so, it doesn't. I don't think that it does, but <clears throat> I have heard a lot of people. Now, maybe people in the chat can say I'm wrong, but I've heard a lot of people say, great, they screwed up PvP just in time for another incursions. <sighs> so okay. I, I understand oh. that incursions are valued in a lot of different ways by a lot of different players for a lot of different reasons. Um, I mean, there's there's if, there's several bugs with station attacks at the moment, so. Ooh. Yeah, no, everything's good. That, everything's that good. is also true. I'm good, Shields. <sighs> I just ran. I ran fast. Whew. So here's what happened. I, 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 here's what I, happened. I, I'm not. Like, Wait, what? Are we having a serious the, conversation the, right now? The, argu the argument that was communicated <sighs> is not sufficient. Huh? That's just said because TC stuff happens next month. We are not doing incursions. That's not a valid answer because that was those two are not not related whatsoever. So to bring DJ up to speed is Karkin and uh, Putz brought up the point of why does us doing new territory next month invalidate the need for incursions this weekend? And I think that. I don't understand that either, but if their justification was PVP is borked, base rating has a potential issue right now. If those are the reasons why um, they're canceling incursions, then that makes sense to me. But Wait, what's wrong with base rating? We're doing oh, the logs. Yeah. Oh, there's not just logs. There's also un unattackable stations because ships are stuck in combat. Oh, yeah. We've had that for like five months, though. That ain't new. They've known about that. It it it, it has <laughs> it has increased in uh, in occurrence. What's happening? Do you know what's wrong with it? I don't know what's wrong with it. Oh, I was curious. I figured some kind no, of no, ghost the, state. The, 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 it it has been since the maintenance happened. The last one, it has increased in occurrence drastically. Yeah, well, you know, that's a thing. Yo. Yeah. So tell us what happened with you, TJ. What do you, do you want to tell the story? No, I'm not. You can't. I'm not. You don't tell me, and then I'll tell them. You're just here. I'll hand this to you, and you can tell them. Here, here, scoot closer. Here, give me your hand. Scoop. There you go. All right, here. Oliver DJs came out here, so I had to rush inside. I had to rush inside because um, I got. Can I tell you now? A FaceTime call. Can I, can I tell you? All? So, the I thought. You did not catch anything on fire. I thought somebody um cl um closed the door. So I got very scared, and then I called Dad. I got a window open, so and the draft shut a door, and Aww. he freaked out. That would have scared me too. Yeah, no, I, it would have jump scared me too. But like, I then he called me. He's crying, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go. I, I ran, I ran because he was freaking out. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, it's because I had a I had a window open, so the draft. I just did that because I, Daddy's too cheap to pay for air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, Daddy has to buy more packs. But you have a fan. Well, yeah, I've got the fan on. But and, it's warmer but, inside but, than but, it is outside. If I open the window, then I bring outside cold air in. But, Dad, much better. the fan might have closed the door because it was on settings the way you last I checked. Oh, that could have been it. Could have been it. Logic accepted. All right. Uh, Bubba Joe, let's get back into it. Is there anything in the cut that I need to actually cut? Could I just leave it? That would be great if I could just leave it. 
you absolutely can leave it. All right. As perfect. a confirmation of what happens when you leave the stage. <laughs> Dad? Yeah, oh, yes, sir. Yes. Um, can I connect to your phone for internet? I, I only have two bars. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, here. <laughs> do you need $100 while you're at it? or? Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, only only two bars. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's get back uh, into this. Uh, the chat the chat was not looking good. What? I'm not giving you my password. You crazy man. You crazy. There. Okay. Just had to use my Oliver. Face. It's one, two, three, four, five. I'm lucky he can't hear you, and it's only. <laughs> How did you hear that? He's like, I could hear him in the headphones. <laughs> oh, come on, Bubba. Blow it up my spot. All right. Um, listen, this is interesting. This is the highest score I've seen so far. Everywhere it matters says, listen, the Motivine, a decent ship, even outside of Texas class hostels, giving it an eight. The new loop, crazy easy. Giving it a 10 out of 10. Payout from the refinery, helpful, but boring. 5 out of 10. Research, helpful boost to our monolute efficiency and isolytic damage. Giving it an 8. Giving the Monavine overall an average weighted score of 7.75. Officers, he's giving Freeman Sourcing a 20 out of 10. <laughs> Billup Sourcing, Billup Sourcing, 5 out of 11. And Ransom Sourcing, or 5 out of 10. And Ransom Sourcing, 1 out of 10. Uh, guaranteed unlock of the Epic Officer with a $20 spend. No in-game cost and minimal engagement required means officer sourcing overall is an 8.7. Uh, events giving it an 8 with an overall weighted score. He is so mathematical about this. That's why we love Everywhere It Matters. Uh, an overall weighted score of 8.14. That is... I didn't know one, you wanted to see my long-form work, but I'll, I'll submit it next time. Uh, that is... Very generous, in my opinion. That sounds extremely high. See, um, I, I would have called that five plus pi, but you know, hey, one four works too. <laughs> five plus pi. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Baba, let's uh, let's wrap this segment up because I, I do want to get ready to go, and I've got a hint that I still want to read. Uh, first of all, Bubba, most importantly, is pie a pastry? Uh, pie is absolutely a pastry. Oh my god! It is. It actually, it actually qualifies under the pastry dis- uh, description. Okay. You make Why my... wouldn't a pie be a pastry? Because... What is your definition of a pastry? A pastry is like a is like Frankie? a is like a pop tart. <laughs> okay, and if you were to expand a pop tart to be a lot thicker with filling and crust on the bottom and top, what do you have? If you have more uh, than a half inch of uh, uh, filling, then you have a yeah. pie. Pies are just which is a pastry. Pies are not pastries. Pies mm. are absolutely this. Okay, we, we 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 can have the debate of whether cake can be considered a pastry or not. Pie is 100% a pastry. Okay, whatever. Uh, Bubba Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what? what do you mean? I don't think a cake would be. Um, okay, I'm driving again. What does the chat fine. say? The chat says you're crazy. Sit down and be wrong. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't believe you for a second. I think you're just saying that. Uh, Gobbler says, okay, Bubba Joe, and pizza is a pastry too. All right, there you go. Say thank you. 
Oh, crap. The haggis, get that well, out of pizza there. Pizza is a pie. That is the next argument, isn't it? I'm deleting Pizza's that. Pie. pie. Bake, filled, pastry. I'm deleting that, the haggis. Source, Wikipedia. Wikipedia's player funded. Like, like you could go in, you could go in and you could go in and change the definition right now. I could go in right now and change the definition Bubba of pie. Joe probably already wrote this That's why he asked. Bubba, Bubba went in and changed exactly. the definition of pie. You didn't ask, you asked me. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yerba Mate says according to the Pastry Act of 2024 under Section 7, Subsection 3, a pie is a pastry. Under Subsection 4, we hereby define a calzone as a pastry. You know what? No. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to ask ChatGPT. Brilliant. Bubba Joe, final ratings. Lower Decks Part 2, Part 1. What do you got? All right. Well, once again, we have our typical month where everything cannot come together. Yeah. Um, this month we had just the worst officers you could introduce to the game in terms of what their impact on the game is going to be, and it's really frustrating to see that. And in fact, as we've discussed, one of them is broken and still broken, theoretically being fixed. Like broken as in not working, at not broken as it upset PvP. Yeah. The Motivine is the good ship. I mean, it's not great. I wouldn't give it a 10, but it is a good ship it has value when you have a chance to get the monovine you should prioritize getting the monovine it is a useful ship for players 40 plus okay i have no issues with the monovine i agree the loop isn't super engaging but i'm okay with that because i already got enough loops that i'm dealing with so fine this one's a little easier great um so i'm okay with the monovine um i am not okay with the officers. I felt that while okay, that the missions this month were not as good as the last Lower Decks. And maybe I'm just being too particular because I love Lower Decks, but I just felt they were a step behind, although in fairness, a step ahead of most missions. So I'll, I'll give you that. So, But the consequences of these officers are so catastrophic and so dire. It's like... If I only give them a one, that feels insignificant to anything else I could ever give a one to because they should be a negative number. They should be weighing this <laughs> like negative 8,742. Yeah, this month really was like so bad that if you give it a one and another month deserves a one, like he's in deserves a one, like this one doesn't deserve to be rated, you know. But, um, you and know. while I hate the officers, and I know that this is not popular. I'm not against the SMSs that they released. I wish they were a little bit better. I don't have a problem with making them a little bit better. But I am never going to give the sourcing of a month, especially with a $20 unlock of an Epic Officer, but then still having the SMSs. I'm never going to argue against an SMS that unlocks an officer. I'm never going to say that that's bad. I know. I mean, they could eventually get to a milestone that would be bad, that is what we have been asking for for so long, and it is here. And if it gets to be where it is truly unattainable, then I will change my tone. But this month was, I did not feel completely unattainable. It was hard, it was difficult, but you could do it. So I'm not going to give that a bad rating. That gets, that gets a positive rating from me. So 
I am torn. I want to give this arc a one because the officers are so bad for the environment. The game design environment is so bad because of this. But there are positive things to like this month. Um, regarding the events and the arc as a whole, the things that live ops can control, I felt they did a terrible job. The only event this month that I felt was useful and good uh, was the one that we just got again. That's the the hue sourcing. So I want to give this a pretty low rating, even though I have positive things. I think I'm going to default to a rating of pi. All and right. that is not really a, a poke at you, DJ, about pie being a pastry. Yeah, I'm going to give it I a just... rating of pastry. <laughs> Ooh, that's awesome. Another <laughs> irrational number. I love it. The whole thing has been irrational. <laughs> um, listen, I, um, I fall in a really weird spot this month as well. You guys know I've been extremely vocal about uh, several things this month. Um, and I feel like there are a few things that were good, right? Like, there's a couple of things that were good. I also am with Bubba Joe. I agree that I like the Monavine. I It's not that the loop is engaging. It's that it's rewarding. We've talked about that before. Even uh, my own Admiral has come on the stage before and talked about how much he hates formation armadas. Bubba, you've talked about how much you hate formation armadas, but you do them because the rewards are valuable. Uh, this is not even a loop that I hate, all right, it's boring, right? But I mean, but again, like Bubba says, I'm fine with that. To be honest with you, I've got loot for days in this loop, um, and I haven't worked really hard at, at doing that. You know, like it's it's been okay. So um, I find that the Monavine is a high is a high spot. I can't judge the sourcing on it yet. Okay, I can't judge the sourcing on it yet because. It's not a this month thing. The fact that there was no transparent day one path, I think that's a that's a thing. Okay, fair enough. That's a thing. Um, because I've been a big proponent of that over the last several months. But yet the Monavine, I feel good about. The simple mathematical meta of... yeah, that, I agree with that, Cruzito. Cruzito says the Monavine is a one-time buy-in for $100 and is basically a free monthly resource pack every month thereafter. And I agree. I, I mentioned that. It's it's a permanent monthly resource pack for the price of $100. All right? I agree with that. Um, the fact that an epic officer was in the $20 battle pass, I think was phenomenal. Objectively speaking, I agree, Bubba Joe, it was phenomenal. I just hate that it was this officer. Man, what what if it was the doctor? Right? What if it was Janeway? Right? Like, just this. It's just bad. All right. What officer was it? Huh? What was the officer? It was Freeman. They put Freeman in there. And and I don't mean that the officer being bad. I just mean everything that happened this month as a result of the officers. And I agree. It wasn't the officers that did it. It's the state of PvP. It's the state of crit damage and crit chance. But this was certainly the straw that broke the camel's back. This was the, you know, mountain that came as a result of the molehill. And um, I am angry about that because this was all predicted. All right, and and I again, I've said this a dozen times. My recommendation to to Scopely, I mean, very, very senior level people at the beginning of this month, 
was to not release these officers. They proceeded anyway, and now we look where we are. So I, I, I just, I really hate what this month has done to sentiment and the state of the game, and, and I'm very, very grumpy about it. The Hue event, I liked it. The rest of the events, they were okay. I, I said this the other day, they were okay. They weren't phenomenal, and there certainly weren't enough of them as compared to what I was asked to pay. Um, Are you going to be able to do Hue round two? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will. Me too. Yeah. Ah, uh, thank you, Karkin, for saying that. I'm glad you. I'm glad you did say that, because uh, we were talking about that earlier. I just don't. <sighs> I I just feel like this month was so extremely over monetized. I feel like the aggressive monetization tactics this month were unlike anything I've ever seen in this game. I mean, and I mean that. I think it was the worst this month that I have ever observed. And I, I didn't like it. Um, poor Ark overall. Um, I, I'm not a, a, I'm just not a fan of what they did here. Um, this month was not fun. This month does not feel good. It was not a positive sentiment month. It just, it felt grabby. It felt desperate. It felt um, rushed. And it, reeks of poor decision making and for that reason i give it a rating of three and i'm not real happy about that because like like bubba said there were some things to like but all in all i i i would like to have not played this arc like that that's how I know I'm dissatisfied. That's how I know it was bad. I would have preferred this arc never happened. And if I feel that way, then I can't be satisfied with it. You know? And and even even the SMSs, Bubba Joe, I know that you and I fundamentally look at that a little bit differently, but the structure of those SMSs I feel was more aggressive this month than it has been over the last three to four months. And, and I agree with you that SMS is available, you know, providing unlocks. That's a good thing. But, I mean, again, they took a good thing, Bubba Joe, and they made it worse. They took a good thing and they increased the price substantially. Substantially. And that's, I, you're right. that's why they I'm did. not happy with and, it. And, and maybe, maybe from my perspective, since I was able to achieve it, I'm a little less grumpy about it. And maybe... And maybe you could have as well. I'm not trying to say you know you you're a lesser player or anything like that. I'm just saying that if that was the point, like if if you're on the other side of that mountain, right, to where this was too high a cost for me, I totally get that and totally respect that. Um, and and I I understand that there's going to be a lot of players that are like, yep, this was too high a cost for me. I was not able to engage in this like I have in the past. And Maybe that means they're going to back off a little bit, but I, I think that I am, I am hard pressed to be critical or overly critical of the option of getting the officers without having to compete in an auction, which we've always said and always agree is just the worst way to source these limited officers. Yeah. Well, there you go. And, I and you know, I would be remiss. I didn't point this out. Uh, the writing. Writing was so good. 
Writing was so good. Uh, I I oh. did really like the missions. I actually laughed out loud reading the missions. Um, I I felt like the missions were really really good. That definitely was I, a high point for me this month. I wanted to add that in and and send a official complaint to Scopely about the writing because I was hearing everybody talk about how it was so good. So I put it off and put it off because I needed to wait and do it when I had the time to actually read it. And then I didn't even do it before the arc ended. No, are you serious? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that is so sad. <laughs> That is sad. Uh, yeah, no, the reading was or the writing was really, really good. They did. Everywhere Matter says crystal. they they did live up to expectations after Lower Decks Part One. It really was very good. All right, uh, you guys want a hint, and then I'm getting out of here. Oliver DJs want steak, don't you, buddy? Yeah, he wants steak. All right, I got a I got a hint for you. Just one. With caramelized onions and mushrooms. Dude, the caramelized onions were great. Shout out, Bart. DJ has that one hint, and I have all the leaks. Oh, God. Wait till I'm off what? the air. Wait, I wait. didn't do anything. Wait till I'm gone. Yeah. All right. Um, here you go. What are you doing? I have something to say. Oh, okay. Sorry. No hint. Oliver DJs has an announcement. If you guys weren't, if you guys weren't here when I told my story, I'm going to go ahead and tell it. Oh. One last time. Okay. <laughs> so I was in Dad's room, uh-huh. and I thought somebody closed the door. Uh-huh. I started freaking out a whole bunch, and I got very sad uh-huh. and very scared. Then I started crying. Then I called Dad. Yeah. And, and then I ran inside because I thought you were like injured. Yeah, and or bleeding. You know, what I, you do I is actually, you grab a golf club and go hide behind the door. No, Next time it opens. <laughs> well, the fa- the fact is that we don't have golf clubs. We do. They're just in the garage. You know, when I went in, the bedroom door he had locked it. I had to be like, "Hey, buddy, it's me. It's me. Let me in." He locked the door, which actually is very smart. Safety first. Is that yeah. not smart? Yep. I mean, get to the back. That's the pretty daggone smart, man. Yeah, he locked the door. Very, very smart. I'm proud of you. And that's why Turn I was able to say, that was me. In the dark. All right. Wardon, shut up. He says, next time call CPS, Oliver. <laughs> I'd rather call 911 no. than CPS. You don't even know what CPS that's, is. That's right. But don't call 911 yes, either. If there's an emergency, yes, no. you do call 911 if there's an if emergency. If it's an emergency. If dad doesn't answer, then you can call. In an emergency. Right? Try twice, yeah. Dad. Try Dad yeah. twice, at least first. Yeah. Yeah, he's looking at me like, wait, are they serious? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Uh, here's your <laughs> hint. I got a hint for you. Just one here today. A little more of this and an expansion of that. Will it make you green if it pays a few more mats? Tearing an older ship may prove to be valuable if you're wanting to add this Voyager officer to your arsenal. All right, I'll read it to you again. A little more of this and an expansion of that. Will it make you green if it pays a few more mats? Tearing an older ship may prove to be valuable if you're wanting this Voyager officer in your arsenal. I think I know what it means. Do what? I think I know what it means. 
All right, there you go. I think it means if you have not fully leveled your Rialta, you're going to be able to unlock an officer this next one. <laughs> All right. <sighs> That's it. Hmm. I don't have anything else. Is that it? Anybody else? Questions? All right. Thank you, man. Good night, buddy. Enjoy your steak. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and steak. Thank you guys all very much for being here. Dragon Keeper says, wait, you want a better hint? I feel like that hint was really good. That is actually like a true DJ's hint, which I haven't done in like a month, month and a half because I've been so aggravated about things. But um, yeah, I felt like that hint was actually a good one. There's like two or three hints inside the hint. All right. I feel like, uh, you I, feel are like a that, hint. I feel like that was a good one. Wait, I'm a hint? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I like it. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you guys so very, very much. I appreciate y'all being here. Visit us on our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links to our Twitch, where we will be tomorrow night celebrating, Arian, our Twitch partnerversary. Amazing. Can you believe it's been an entire year? since we hit Twitch Partner, and we are celebrating it tomorrow night. Also, amazingly enough, the timing is great, during September, where you can come in and save 25% off all gifted subs. That is tomorrow night at 9 p.m. here on Twitch from UltimateDJsPlays.com. Also on our website, you can find links over to our YouTube, where Griffin has got new stuff posted, including Traders Interviews with the Stars. Available on our YouTube channel. Will Wheaton's interview is now posted. Uh, Robert Picardo's is up. And we've got more on the way. Plus, YouTube Shorts coming with uh, Twitching Trek teachings. That is all coming up here in just a little bit as well. Also, you can find a link to our patron program where I would like to say thank you to all players who have contributed financially to the success of our product. Thank you for the support of this show. Thank you so very, very much to anybody who has turned their name gold by contributing even $5 uh, a month towards the uh, the success and the growth of Talking Trek. Lord Neelix, Lady Kess, Trader, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Law, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, BK, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Paddock, Amaro, Lobot, Ripper, Loves to Mine, <laughs> It's Hunter, Tagora, Cruzito, Ransusi, Oh, lost my spot. Cruzito, Ransusi, Renegade, Hank, Ape, DJ Girl, MC101, Wayfair, Light, uh, Late Nighter, Lightbulb, Chloe P. Loves Cat Guy, Zalvinar, Zinfried, Ensign, Morale Kim, Blue Plague, Pez Loco, Chris, Stormbreaker, Gopher, Bayonetta, Raza Hound, Grog, Edward, Fuzzy Games, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke, Mohawk, Purr, 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 BJC, Jetski, Papa Smurf, Madam Stargazer, Jason, Patrick, Captain Jack, Z-Man, Vanium, Scorpionis, Archer, and Honey, Indominus, Casey Jones, Goatee Spock, DJ is Towns, BFF, Tash, Chronic Break, Galen, K92, Sub Commander, Sertail of Crazy Bunch, Warren, Apox, Judge Craig, G Force, Baminkus, Captain Q, Garrett, Game Junior, Vegas, Admiral, Inwater, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Loser, Kendall, Wardod Loves Mining Events, Sibkino, Seven of Nine, Jaga, John Adams, but not that John Adams, Nebigo, Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, James, Clueless One, Schizoido, Likes a Bath, 70 times 7, Welch, Texas, uh, Finding Texas Aggie, Gutter, Mighty Croc, Captain Anders, Unimatrix, DJs Wants All the Forbidden Tech, 
The Web, Balabomb, King of 101, Primal Fear, Antares, Medic 213, J Babes, Dark Knight, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Scribbler, Lost In, Buddy, Luke, Spectre, Captain Yab, Yukai Nico, Diva Dorsal, Oster 90, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, Bobbert, Dragon Pirate, Shoop, Shoop, Badoop, Shoop, Badoop, Shoop, Badoop, 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 Griffin, <laughs> Bearbutt, Mean Bean, Thomas, Everywhere It Matters, Mid Strangler, Matt, Dobblestein, Scott, and Shannara. Thank you guys for contributing. <laughs> to Talking Trek, a registered trademark. Get recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Yow for now. Love you, minute. Catch ya on the next one. Pop-tarts or pastries? Just throwing that out there.